Hey everyone, just a quick heads up. Um, I had some software issues last night on my microphone that caused some of my words to get chopped off or parts of my speech to become quiet. I apologize in advance. I cleaned up as much as I could. Um, but thank you for understanding. Uh, the good news is uh, this should be the last podcast on this setup, and I will have a new setup next week, hopefully running, and everything will sound better than it ever has before. So I appreciate your understanding, and hopefully you enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 344 of Potato Thumbs Podcast. This week, we are sponsored by Potato Thumbs Podcast Diapers. That's right. We have your bladder control on lockdown. Do you have moments where you just don't want to get up from gaming? Do you just like to ride in the car and drink lots of beverages and hate stopping unless you need gas? You just like a big old booty? Well, we have the product for you. PTP Diapers. And we call them diapers. They're not adult fucking underwear or any of that other bullshit that those brands try and push, we're just straight up with you. Your shit sucks. You can't hold it. That's fine. You look cool doing it now. So, buy our diapers. Give us money. Support the show. Because our sponsor this week is us. And that doesn't work very well in promoting financial needs that we have for podcasting. Yep, play that intro music. <laughs> Potato, potato, thumbs podcast. Potato, potato, thumbs podcast. It's Fluffy and the Admiral playing with their fingers and their nips. Just nailed it. Thank you. Well done. Well done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to thank Davis because I forgot to think of a, of a, uh, sponsor this week. And, um, he had a great idea of, uh, bladder control. So I ran you, with it. You, you are welcome. I am full of great ideas. Yep. All right, Davis, you can leave now. Um, right, later. <laughs> don't do it. We need you here. <laughs> oh shit. He's right. We haven't done the podcast part of it yet. Okay. Uh, hi, I'm Fluffy. Uh, Admiral Nips is here. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> he said, he said, <laughs> says thing. Okay, uh, we'll leave that pause in there because podcasting. Um, Davis is here. Hello, Davis. Mississippi one, Mississippi two, Mississippi three. Hi. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I like it. I like it. And then uh, returning to the show with all of the knowledge of the Crucible, we have Drogan. Hi, I'm not going to wait a few I seconds. Like it. I like it. I already took that. They, they <laughs> took that joke. Yeah, no, that's great. Oh, I that. don't worry about it. You can beat a joke <laughs> into the ground here on this show. That's what we do. Uh, hot box hey. hats. <laughs> hey, you can uh, start rumors about other people and I'll still stay with them for the next three years. Yeah, yeah. You can start rumors about Davis and then continue <laughs> to spread them on your show for years and years to come. <laughs> it's been great. That man loves well done steak and ketchup. Oh, he's here. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, but when we're not talking about feet, we're talking about things going on in the community. Uh. Let's get this shit out of the way because we have a lot to go over tonight. Um, okay, what am I talking about? PvP League Season 2 is starting! Woo! Uh, March 11th, 
Uh, we're going to roll with Mondays. That's 9 Eastern, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, 6 Pacific is how time zones work. Um, sign up soon. Uh, we have a couple teams already formed. We have some people in the LFG pool. Um, all sorts of skill levels. I know a couple people message me and they're still talking to their teams if they can make it or, or make it work for Mondays. Um, but we want you to join us. We don't care how good or bad you are. We just want to have fun. So uh, jump on in. We definitely have some new faces this season. Uh, it should be a good time. Um, if you are listening to this, it is probably Friday or Saturday or maybe Sunday or Monday. I, I don't know what day you're listening to this. But on Sunday, uh, Native Raider and I are doing Blueberry Lounge Trivia. Uh, Sunday the been- 25th of February, 2024, in <laughs> case you're listening to this in July. Yes. <laughs> yes. For, for all of you that are listening to old episodes, stop right now. It's a waste of your time. This is really only relevant for like a day or two, maybe a week, and then just not worth it. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, uh, we're doing a trivia night in the Blueberry Lounge, and uh, it's too late to sign up. I gave you guys proper warning, but it's not too late to come and hang out and talk shit and be in chat, and that's really the fun part. So come hang out in Blueberry Lounge for trivia night on Sunday the 25th. Um, what else we got going on? Uh, Space Mafia Olympics. If you're interested, hit up the Space Mafia crew. Uh, they're still taking count and uh, seeing who's all interested for March. They have a podcast. Episode four just came out. Uh, it's great. Dudes playing stuff. DPS. You need to listen. Speaking of podcasts, Admiral Nips, you were on a podcast this week and it was wonderful. That's good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. We had a good time recording it. It was uh, Guardian Downcast, Gator's first attempt at a roundtable. It was me, uh, Ronin, Panda, and Gator just sitting around talking about some topics. It's a lot of fun. Give it a listen. Yeah, you guys uh, you guys not only had great topics, but you guys, uh, just the, the viewpoints that you guys had and, and just the, to- the like points that were brought up, it was well-researched, it was well-thought-out, and I thought there was a lot of really good knowledge given. So... Very entertaining episode. Well done to all of you. Uh, go check out that episode if you haven't. Um, okay, two more things. Gambit Tournament. Uh, check out Drifters Moat Madness. Hit up Stormcrow or Copilot. Um, they have a Gambit Tournament going on April 6th. And then if you are in Minnesota, we are doing a Minnesota meetup in March. Hit up the Discord for details. All are welcome. Cool. That's our community shit. Um, do we want to do questions now or do we want to do jump into nitty gritty stuff? We do questions and kind of like, yeah, let's get the questions out and then we can talk about two weeks worth of PVP knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. All right. Ooh. All right. So we'll start off with Panda. The zombie scrub asks, what is your personal golden age of gaming? And this is going to be great because Drogon is way younger than the rest of us. So we actually have some variety in our answers. It's not just everyone saying the same thing. Uh, Davis, what is your golden age of gaming? My golden age? Um, I want to say when the PS2 first came out, because that got a lot of people going. That was kind of the first time seeing people go kind of nuts over video games to be truthful. The first time seeing lines that obviously you don't see them now, but lines like round targets and game stops. Yeah. Back yeah. In the day. 
I mean, Dude, you don't see that anymore, but I mean, that was kind of the golden. And then people had PS, if your friends had PS2 and you didn't, people were always at your house, you know, trying to play SSX. And I remember Madden, first time Madden playing is yeah. fucking amazing. Tekken. Dude, Tekken. Tekken games, yeah. I mean, er- everything was just ramped up. It, the generational yeah. gap was insane. Yeah. Um. So that would be my golden age. Uh, Admiral Nips. Um, so there's two that stick out in my mind, kind of close to each other, so they probably fall into the same sort of age, but uh, I'd be like late high school and then the first couple of years after I graduated from college. So in both of those situations, I was, you know, living with my brother and we had friends in the area and stuff like that. And so I think of like, we all lived together in a house and we had a college football franchise going on where we would import each of us would play our own teams then we would import all of the draft players into madden we'd all play that we were playing gears as a group you know and uh, halo as a group and stuff like that so and then high school was sort of the same thing in that there was just you know there were a bunch of really great games that we could really dig into it was uh, you know final fantasy games were it was like eight nine and ten in that period of time and stuff like that so the sports games were great. The uh, we were just starting to get into uh, first-person shooters back then. It was like the Medal of Honor series days and stuff like that. Siphon Filter, if you remember that game, mm-hmm. where you could light yeah. people on fire with the taser. <laughs> the number of times we would play the uh, multiplayer, like split-screen multiplayer, and just you know fuck with our dad as he was trying to play and like light him on fire and watch him just get upset. There's a reason he had to wear a mouth guard later in his gaming uh, experience because he got too took it too seriously. So for me, that's like a highlight for me. I don't know if it's actually a golden era, but for me, it was when I was having the most fun gaming. Also, Crap. no responsibilities makes life a lot easier to game. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh, Drogan. I would probably... F- I, I, I probably have two as well because even though I am younger, I definitely do have a soft spot for the retro arcade games because that's what that's what my dad grew up with and so or my dad played when he was growing up and so i i inherited some of my gaming tendencies from that and so i have a soft spot for those like galaga and uh mario and stuff like that but i also do enjoy present day games i mean this year we had stuff like helldivers and destiny 2 still going strong and so the modern modern era the past two, three years have... It's been a bunch of ups and downs, but it's been a very good time to be playing video games for me, so I would say retro and modern, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely... I think... I <laughs> I was totally just going to cheat on this um, <laughs> as you guys were talking. I have five five things, five points in my life that I'm, I'm going to draw on. One is what Drogan just talk about, talked about. Not necessarily what you would say as quote-unquote golden but i think hands down the best time in gaming is right now like you like it's just fucking amazing there's just a million (laughs) things to do and technology is amazing and with all the cheats out there it's great no i'm just kidding Uh, (laughs) (laughs) shout out to uh to the gdc show um okay i think about things that like evolved my gaming experience or blew my mind right so like ps2 uh, I don't, I think it was PS2, like the, when Gran Turismo came out and you could, um, 
race cars and and just I think Gran Turismo two is really where yeah, like GP2. went off. Yeah, where where it really fucking went off, and you could have memory cards just full of fucking cars in your garage. Mm-hmm. And I, dude, it was such a huge thing to have these giant fucking memory cards with garages that you just plug into the game and play. Um, actually, prior to that, uh, N sixty four coming out and Goldeneye, like I fell in love with with shooters. Uh, going over to my friend's house and plugging in four controllers and playing Goldeneye for like thousands of fucking hours on end like playing three or four maps or whatever it was uh that was huge and then piggybacking on that uh like cod four like same idea but playing online and and like it was mind-blowing to play deathmatch online and just over and over and over again and i mean that was like easily a decade of my life was cod would come out and i'd take a week off of work and literally sit in my living room and play cod and drink soda and other things and, and just, you know, have a good time. And, and uh, a lot of those times I had roommates and we would literally set TVs right next to each other and just match make and then screen watch what would happen in search or whatever. And we could just watch the other person's camera and kill people. Um, <laughs> I lost count on how many things those were. But anyways, that's my answer. Rob, what do you got for a question? <laughs> I was like, I already went, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, as a warm weather person, I don't understand choosing to live in the north. Can you break it down for me as Panda? Oh, fucking took notes on this somewhere. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Um, go, go ahead while I look for my notes, because I, I literally mean, wrote Davis, something Davis, you down. live in the north by choice? I, I do. <laughs> I do. Well, here's here's the thing. I mean, when you grow up here, so where I'm from, which a lot of people will n- never want to go because there's really nothing here. And I always tell people it's like the only people here they're, are the ones that were raised here because they because this is home. That's kind of the whole kind of the idea. I mean, yeah, it's cold, but also it can get really hot, <laughs> but it's still home. That makes sense. Yep. So I say this that uh, that country song, the small town Saturday Night Live one, where the guy tells his girlfriend, "You know, the world must be flat because when people leave here, they never come back." Yeah, that's sort probably feeling, true. Sort of the feeling of my hometown too. So <laughs> I feel uh, on board with that. <laughs> but I mean, there's just, like a lot of stuff you can experience, like sledding. I mean, you're not going to experience sledding down south. Sledding is, is so fun. The snowball fights as a kid, never going to experience that if you live down the south. reading my damn notes. <laughs> Am I reading your notes? Yeah, yeah I, mean, I literally I mean, have. Can I, can I tell you the sports well, that I wrote down? There's I, only I, like, like three or four things. Dude, that no, 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 no. Sledding, snow forts, snow fights, snowball fights. So, so you're, you're hitting on that, right? Hockey. Hockey. Cross-country skiing. Yeah. Ice fishing. Yeah. Snowmobiling. Yep. Skiing and snowboarding. Fat biking. Yeah, yeah but you can Sorry. you can fat bike in the uh <laughs> in the south too without freezing your ass off. Well, yeah, but not they, on they snow. Yeah. yeah. Like not on groomed trails through the woods in snow where it's 
completely silent because no one's around you and you don't go fast. It's not like mountain biking where you go fast. You're literally like fucking crawling and you're just like chilling and, and it's just nature and it's quiet, you know? Yeah. No one will be able to hear you scream when you roll your ankle and then you're forced to freeze to death. Right. That's great. <laughs> or you take, or you take too many it. edibles and start freaking out. <laughs> uh, Drogan, are you in the north? No, no, I'm in Arkansas, South Arkansas, so okay. close to about as far south as you can yeah. get. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So I like I like where we're going for with this. So the trio of us, this this trio of Midwestern states, because we literally represent all three of the cool. They all sort of touch it to the same spot with Illinois yeah. down there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. For me, winter sucks for me. Like I don't love winter. Uh, hmm. I. Actually, I'm one of those people who are, I would rather it be bitterly cold and have zero snow than have tons of snow and have it be like right around freezing. And I understand that I'm in the uh, minority there. I just yeah. don't, I just don't love snow. Like it is very low on my list of things to deal with. I don't like shoveling it. I don't like driving in it. It looks pretty for about the first two days that it drops and then it starts getting brown and gross from everything. And Only if you live in the city. I mean, yeah, or you have kids out there playing in it the entire time mm. and digging it up and making oh, snowmen that <laughs> and forts. Uh, so I'm not a big snow person. I would say the things that get me that I love about the Midwest is there is nothing better. Like today was one of those fall spring days, but like even the fall spring slash real spring days where it's, you know, you're used to it being about 28, 29 at the most, and then uh, something moves through and the next day, the high is 58 or 59. It's at like 30 degrees warmer, but still not so hot that you're like sweating. Like today I was just sitting out on my back porch. It's 58 degrees out. I'm in shorts and a t-shirt. And I'm like, this is heaven. You hit me, you hit me back in September. If it's 58 degrees, I'm in like a hoodie and long yeah. pants. I'm like, oh, I can't handle yep. it. But that it's like that fake warm where it's like, oh God, the sun is touching me again. I love it. You Again, I wrote down. The feeling when the sun is warm again and it touches your skin, right? There's something about that because the sun is, you see the sun, but it isn't warm. And then like these days hit that you're talking about and all of a sudden it's warm and it's touching your skin and you're like, oh, it's, it's like I'm warm just being in the sunlight again. You yeah. also got to realize <laughs> at 58 degrees for us, which is fucking amazing, by the way, yeah. is like freezing cold for people down south too. Mm-hmm. So you got to put that in perspective. It's, it's relative to what you're used to, though. Like I said, 58 in, in the fall, you're wearing a fucking jacket. 58 in the spring, you're wearing shorts and a t-shirt. True. Dude, it was, I took my dogs out for a walk today and it was 36 degrees and I didn't bring a hat or gloves because it was warm out. Right? As long like, as the sun's out. If yeah, it was yeah. 36 degrees in the fall, I would have a fucking like full on parka hood <laughs> over my hat, snowmobile gloves. Like, you know what I mean? Or snowboard yeah. gloves. I also, uh, I remember a child, uh, you know, a childhood trip. We took down to Charleston, South Carolina. And it was like mm-hmm. March, maybe early April, like spring break time. Yeah. And all three of us kids 
were in the Atlantic swimming, having a grand old time. Yeah. Nobody yeah. else there was like yeah. anywhere near the water. It's <laughs> yeah. like yep. they're like, what are you doing? It's so cold. I'm like, no, this is heaven. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it's like, oh, you must be from up north. And so like that kind of stuff I enjoy. So I deal with the winters because they're just part of the deal with living up here. But yep. you know, friends, family. Yeah, nature itself. I mean, you can get nature anywhere, but like the seasons are a bit more extreme here. Yep. Like, I feel like when I go to the south, it's like, hey, it's cool, too hot to go outside and do anything, and then cool again. <laughs> That's like it. Yep. Those are your two seasons, and like, I would much rather be cold and have a not too hot of a top end than the other way around because you can always put more layers on. Once you get naked, you can't get it any cooler than that. <laughs> you guys are that's, hitting all my fucking notes. That, that's uh, okay. what we say a lot down here. <laughs> you can always put more stuff on, but you can't always take more stuff off. So yep. Okay. Um. So I have. Uh. You know what the cold does? It kills insects and reptiles that can kill you. We don't have shit that is poisonous, and that or that can kill you. We don't. Get, we don't have that. We just it's have true. mammals. Although, if you live on the third floor, you don't have to worry about those insects either. Yeah, because they can't fly up that high. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Common knowledge. Uh, <laughs> Rob touched on the seasons. We we also appreciate the seasons because they, they come and go every three to four months. And they're drastically different. So, like, when winter comes around, I fucking love the snow. And when spring comes around, I fucking hate the snow, but I love the spring. And when, when summer comes around, I love summer, right? But then when fall comes around, I'm like, fuck, it's nice and cool. We can be out all day. I'm never sweating, you know? So, like, that the constant changing every couple months, like, you get to enjoy something just long enough to get sick of it, and then the new season comes, right? Um, snow is cool because not only is it beautiful, but it dampens noise. So, like, it mutes everything. So, if you're away from the city and there's fresh snow, like, you can't hear anything. It's just you out there, which is cool. Uh, Drogan touched on, you can dress comfortable for 99% of the winter days. Now, I live in a place where, okay, there are a couple days out of the year that you could literally die being outside. But 99% of the time, I have clothing where I can be outside for 12 hours and I will not be cold. I will be comfortable. Um, Hoarders and stouts taste better when it's cold. <laughs> Rob rolled his eyes. It was, it was a big roll. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. But yeah, I love it. Yeah. It's good. It's yeah. good. To, and honestly, you get used to the cold too. Like, I mean, every year you have to the adjustment period. Just like every year, you have the first snow of the year. You expect idiots to get into like ten accidents, and then by the mm -hmm. time February rolls around, nobody's crashing anymore because they all remembered how to drive on snow again. You just yep. you just write you write it up. It's like first snow of the year. It's going to take longer because there's going to be a couple of assholes that are going to crash, smash into the back <laughs> of somebody. But after that, it gets much better. All right. I would say right, one more thing. Uh, no, uh, no, we're done. Yeah, okay, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say for the seasons, like up here in the, the upper Midwest, I feel like fall is like. The, I, I love, absolutely love the fall. It's like it, you're. It's so hot during the summertime here, and humid. And all of a sudden, the fall hits, and you're at that sixty degree weather, and football's on, 
you know, a bunch of good shit like Oktoberfest and whatnot's yep. going on. I was out there winning games three to two. It's just basically the best football you can get. I mean, punting is winning, Rob. So <laughs> all we all uh, I gotta say. No, Davis, I fully agree, man. I I literally save uh like I try and save like two weeks of PTO at least just for mm-hmm. September and October because it's the absolute best time to be outside because the leaves change. Correct. The temps are perfect for running and biking or hiking or whatever mm-hmm. your thing is. You can just be outside all day and it's like perfect. And it's beautiful because like it's like green, orange, yellow, red everywhere, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Sweaty Spooks says, you've eaten the super glue. Wait, wait, what? You've eaten the super gun <laughs> skill ability fruit and get to select one legendary weapon you never miss a shot with. Which weapon are you choosing? Ooh, man, I, I kind of wish I would have thought of this one ahead of time. Um, Rob, since you have the smallest vault out of any of us, what weapon are you never missing a shot with? Uh, which gun has the fastest optimal TTK? I know, right? Sure. If you tell me I never miss a shot and uh, give me the one that has the best uh, time, and uh, I'll take that, and we'll just go from there. <laughs> As oh. somebody who often misses shots, I don't know what that would be like, so let's do it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, well, then, I think with that being said, let's go to Drogan, because uh, as far as crucible scientists go on this show, I believe you are the resident expert. I'm not sure how I feel about that, but okay, <laughs> here we go. Um, probably, I was, at first I was going to go with Eye of Soul, but I think I'm actually going to change my answer and go with my Summoner Auto Rifle, because Ooh. it has good range, it's got golden tricorn, which means once I kill somebody, I can start chaining more kills. And if I never miss a shot, then I'm always hitting the optimal TTK, and that can outrange SMGs. It can deal with bows. It can sometimes deal with pulse rifles. It can do a lot of things. And it doesn't require special ammo, which we'll get into that later. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good call. Good call. Ah, uh, Davis. Man, I've had so many favorite guns that I like. Um, I guess the closest thing that made me feel like one of the best out there is probably Paladrome. Mm. I've always had a thing for Paladrome. I don't know why. It always felt great. The perks I have currently on my gun are all nerfed. Uh, quick draw and rangefinder. But it still feels amazing. Yeah. Um, that'd probably be my go-to. Yeah, I think I think the easy answer is a 140 sniper because it's the fastest type of sniper that you can have. And if you're hitting headshots, then it doesn't matter what RPM it is because they're going to die. But I don't want to go with the easy answer. So I'm going to go Exalted Truth for the exact same reason that Davis said. I just love the feel of that hand cannon. Um, And if I'm never missing a shot with it, cool. It feels good. All right, Rob. Next up, what do we have? We've got uh, from friend Danger. You guys decide you're having a music episode based on one-hit wonders. What are your top five one-hit wonder songs? Oh, Jesus. 
All right, I think in the interest of not taking an hour on this, <laughs> yeah. uh, I think we should just throw out some like good one-hit wonder songs that could potentially make this. Everyone cool with that? Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with that. Uh, I'll start off with Millie Vanilli, Blame It on the Rain. Is that a one-hit wonder, though? I feel like they had a couple of other hits. Did they? No. Okay, fine. So. Girl, you know it's I- true? Fine, 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 fine. <laughs> Isn't that the same no. song? I'm gonna, go, <laughs> I'm gonna go Snow Informer. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> who's, a, who's a guy that did uh, Love is a Highway? John Cochran. Is that who it is? Yeah. Mm. He never had any other songs, right? Not really, no. Then we'll go with Dexy's Midnight Runners, Come On Eileen. There you go. Good one. That's a good one. I... Honestly, don't really have any because I'm terrible with remembering names, and so Yay! I don't. I honestly don't know who did what, except for the few bands that I listen to constantly. So just just start singing. We'll, we'll, we'll get it. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, you do not want me to do that. Actually, Nips will get it. Me and Fluffy will be like, oh yeah, that one song. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm with Drogan. I don't. I don't name well. <laughs> Should we throw uh, Weedus's Teenage Dirtbag on there? <clears throat> That song was ridiculous in the early 2000s. Yep. That's four. So we got one more. Oh, we're not. God, I can't even think of any one hit wonders. Where's my Google? Uh, (laughs) Let's see what other ones are out there that are pretty famous as one hit wonders. Uh, Your Love by the Outfield. Painted Love, dude. Painted Love. Painted Love is a good one. Painted Love. Ice Ice Baby. Uh, come on, man. He had Go Ninja Go. You did have Go Ninja Go. Go Ninja Go was equally as cool as Ice Ice Bay. Well, not equally. Close. <laughs> uh, I went back and re-listened to that episode where I rapped uh, um, a Destiny rap to Ice Ice Baby because yeah. I was listening to old... old uh, <laughs> Long time ago, but it was new. Yeah. yeah, it was one of, the first, one of the first episodes. And you know what? It was bad, but it wasn't that bad. I agree. I thought it I was... Could, I, I could do it now with the new setup coming. I can I can cue up the instrumental and then embarrass us all all over again if you want. Uh, you don't need to. There's okay. a whole lot of <laughs> '90s uh, Euro trash songs that were like one hit wonders in the U.S. Yeah. Rhythm is a dancer. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can we can have an entire album on <laughs> Euro trash uh, one hit wonders. I mean, those bands were huge in Europe, and they probably had, like, millions of them, but on the U.S. side. Yeah, there's just, there's so many. There's so many, like, great options. Pick, I don't like, know. Do that. Maybe we should do that sometime. Pick, like, three from each decade and <laughs> just uh, put it together and see. But on the other hand, I don't know how much fun it would be to just, like... There's no cohesion in that, right? It's there's yeah. no flow to it. Just like here's a song and it got popular, and here's a neat story behind it, and move on. So, but uh, there are a lot of them out there. A lot of really good one-hit wonders. Dude, they said Bismarcky, just a friend, is a one-hit wonder. Bismarcky is a national treasure, you bastard. Sure, but he only had one hit. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. <laughs> bust, bust a move by Young MC, also. Yep. Yes. Okay, great question, Danger. Uh, there's a million answers. I will definitely say that. Okay, um, let's see. Panda, zombie scrub. 
Why is Nirvana so good? Y'all sent me down the rabbit hole this week. Love you guys. Uh, thank you, sir. Lots of positive feedback about that Nirvana uh, episode. I loved it. I sent it to a bunch of my friends that I never tell to listen to my podcast because I thought it was worth making them listen to my podcast for. Um, I try and protect my IRL friends from my shenanigans. Um, but yeah, it was fun. I don't know. Nirvana is good because they're good. They were something new and their own musical geniuses. Yeah, and they went out before they could go bad. Yeah. Basically all you can ask for. Okay. So we were, oh, okay, so I, I didn't obviously listen to the episode. <gasps> so Where's my fucking we, band button? Uh, <laughs> no, right. So are we talking about the actual Nirvana band? The yeah, we, band? we last episode we literally went over unplugged. Oh really? Nice. No, it's a they're one of the best rock groups of our time. That's all I got. Um. All right. Last I, but not least, uh, Sweaty wants to know if you had to give Native Raider a hip hop name, what name or persona would you give him? And for one, why not name a Gator one too? I gotta be honest, Native Raider is already a pretty cool name. Right? That's <laughs> exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> Really hard to beat that. <laughs> I mean, with the numbers and everything, it just it just fits. And I mean, you could just go old MC for Todd. MC Gator. <laughs> we were just talking about Buster Move, so I figured I'd go off of that. Yeah, I really like his name. Um, oops, I totally just fucked up my mic because I read your comment, Rob. Um, okay. Please excuse that last few seconds of my microphone. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Native Raider is actually a great MC name. Works for a gamer tag and an MC. Yeah. Two for one. Okay. Cool. Oh. Moving forward then. Onward and upward. All right. I was uh, I was moving around a lot, so I'm wondering if my mic was like losing my my gain. I also forgot that I applied settings to it and then didn't go back and fix them. I turned it off for a second, and my mic shot my mic gain shot through the roof. Uh, hopefully, it's fixed. I guess we'll find out when we edit. Well, you're the one doing the edit, so if your mic's fucked up, you only got yourself to blame, and I don't feel so bad. <laughs> what do you tell me that ah, you had to do a lot of stuff with my mic that I feel bad? And I'm like, oh, I'll fix that. But when it's your mic, whatever, you're doing the work. You deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, I, I don't know. Hopefully, it'll be fine. Either way, should be the last episode with this mic, so new stuff next week. Um, okay. Uh, so, should we talk about the twins? We're going to cover both of them, because we didn't cover either the twins. Although they did like they did a pretty good recap in this week's twid from last week's twid as well. Yeah, but should we? I mean, fuck. Is there anything? How uh, how in depth do we want to do? Do we? Yeah, let's just go over it real quick because there might be stuff that they didn't touch on or I don't know. Um, I mean, they put a little bit more information into that, but it is basically still just the recap. Like the the week before has a bit more information. Yeah. Okay. We're just gonna dive into last week and, and just summarize it. I think it's worth our time. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, 
update 7.3.5, and that is the update that is coming next, right? That's the March update, I'm assuming, when they that say That is the March update, yes. March, yeah, March, not March update. Yep, it does say that right there. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's going to write that down because they had different timelines. Um, okay, cool. Um, okay, so that will come March 5th. And then they also have um, stuff coming later as well. So um, 7.3.5 is going to bring a reduction to Reddit Spectre uptime. Um, so the reducing, the reducing Threaded Spectre class ability regenerations um, and the damage detonation force Threaded Spectre. And, and basically, like, if you're playing PvP, you know that it is an absolute uh, solid kit to use and a super annoying kit to play against, whatever part of the spectrum you're on. Um, so how do we feel about Threaded Spectre being uh, caressed down? I mean, it's good. I mean... It is the most annoying thing currently in PvP, in my opinion. Um, I can think of stuff long time ago that's more annoying, but I mean, currently, this is the most annoying thing. And uh, especially if you go against a team that are all um, three hunters that are running the, the specters, it's, yep. it, it's kind of super annoying to go against. I mean, I, I've been maining it since they, since they came out with the update um, because I saw the potential and then they buffed it and the amount of gunfights that I can sneak out of, like, very easily dodge mm. out of gunfights is mm. insane. Oh, yeah. um, Droken, you run you run um, What's it I called? Ru- I run ensnaring slam instead. I yeah. I ran I ran threaded spectre right after they co- came out for a little while, but I prefer ensnaring slam just for, especially with the build that I'm running right now. But I might switch back. I might actually switch back to worldly maelstrom when wishkeeper gets nerfed. So, but but I haven't run threaded spectre very much. So yeah, I was gonna I, I say you. Go ahead. I think, it's, I think it's good that it's getting nerfed, but um, it, it won't affect me a whole lot. So. Yeah, I was gonna say you you play you play a strand hunter, but you definitely play it different than I do. Where I'm grapple and leave decoys everywhere, you're definitely um, tying people I, up. Yeah, I, I I like to suspend, and also the build that I was running a couple seasons ago was based around Sertarachne's facade. And creating tangles and basically making the tangle a more annoying void soul, which was <laughs> always fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. He's if you if you played against Drogon, um, he's very good at using his tangles like more than most people, and and throwing them at you and and taking that hundred you know HP off and tying you up. And it's definitely way different than the way that I play it. Um, grapple melees are amazing. Yeah, I think I think that there's a good chance too that this is going to push me closer to running void if I run hunter, um, because void is still strong. Yeah, right. And yes. and it was just it was just that the decoys were 
were stronger than smoke bombs because you get all the effects of a smoke bomb and and get the bonus of just you know leaving that specter there having thread lanes like all that other shit so and then yeah. bullshit pull uh <laughs> pull your aim assist to the fucking uh decoy yeah. instead of yeah. where you're trying to shoot yeah yeah um okay so thread lanes thread lanes are getting their nerf uh thank fucking god um <laughs> amen yeah like Ugh. they were they were cool they got their time in the sun i think i think they've what is it? Two or two seasons that they've been very strong. Yeah. Um, yep. So that's it's cool in my opinion that we're we're kind of reducing their annoyance in the crucible. They're easier to shoot. Uh, they do less damage. Um, it seems I, like a balanced patch. Yeah, yeah, I think I think the biggest thing that annoyed me with Threadlings was how inconsistent they were to shoot. Like sometimes you'd you'd shoot at them and you'd actually hit all of them with just one bullet, and sometimes you'd dump an entire mag at them and they wouldn't die. Yeah, <laughs> they it was just weave around your bullets. It was definitely a strategy. Uh, this weekend when I went into trials, I went in with my favorite kit and immediately swapped over to PK Titan <laughs> uh, because PK Titan allows you to whip out an SMG, unload an entire clip at the thread lanes, and then go back to your primary instantly yep. um, and, and have your, your SMG reloaded before they can push you, right? Because a lot of times yep. they're throwing them and then they're pushing, and it allowed me to take a lot of thread lanes out so my teammates didn't have to work with thread lanes. So I was yep. trying to use that just to, just to spray them. And, and again, to your point, Drogan, like, they would still, like, one or two sometimes would get through <laughs> And emptying an entire clip at them, so yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Uh, arcane needle is gonna be better. I don't see it a lot, so uh, that's cool. I think it is. I think it has potential to be really fucking annoying, though. Like depending yeah. on how, how much <laughs> this buff is. Like thinking about like I think about what's the solar melee. The warlock solar celestial melee. fire, yeah, mm-hmm. like a celestial fire type of strength. I'm wondering. Yeah, this this could be the replacement for the thread lane that we're going to complain about in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> I, I really don't know, but the buffs they have on here. I mean, aim assist angle is increased by fifty percent. Aim assist fall off went from thirty to forty five meters. I mean, these are pretty big numbers and a big boost to them at and you can easily primer someone with this and just just melt them with an smg we'll we'll see maybe maybe i'm wrong but i'm uh, that's what my eyes caught me when i read this twab was that i'm like okay we're gonna see uh warlocks with claws now is that gonna be the the meta just constantly throwing arcane needles and i don't know we'll see it um it's interesting too because I think a lot of um focus does not go to how strong the hunter melee is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is very strong. It is. And I think threadlings have just overshadowed it that people don't actually realize like um it, it's it, it a lot of a lot of similarity to how Titan Shield can bounce a wall and hit a player without aiming at them, you know, mm-hmm. if they're behind cover. Like the hunter melee you can hit their teammate and use their teammate as a wall to bounce to the person that just took cover 
and kill the person that just took cover. And and I see Arcane Needle finding that same home as the Hunter Melee um, with what they're saying here. So I, I wonder if they're going to be similar strength with this. It feels like it, yeah. But yeah. we shall see because, again, everything's going to be slightly different because the numbers yeah. are going to be different. Correct. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah. I would I would be on the lookout for Eye of Another World, Strand, Warlocks, because that will negate the um, the ability nerfs, get you your abilities back as fa- faster than they are recharging now. So, oh, good call. Threadling, because they have they can consume Threadling grenades and dump out eight Threadlings at one time with a single riff. So if they're getting that and the arcane needles out, you're going to have Hunter's Threadling spam, but worse. Yeah, that sounds horrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't, don't let Eden hear this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, oh, I'm sure he's cut, already been uh, thinking about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. Can you cut the last like three minutes of this conversation, yeah, please? Yeah. It's already done. <laughs> they don't even know what we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> restoration and radiant are fixed. Uh, thank, thank God. Uh, maybe more of a PVE thing than a PvP thing. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we'll see it in PvP more, but um, I'm all about that. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Um, I don't know. Anything else here? Consecration buff. Yeah. Yeah, there's the consecration buff. Um, the gunpowder gamble got reduced. Yeah, the self damage on oh, it. Oh, that's yeah. self damage. Sorry. Yeah. 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 I, I, you know, I've been really bad about ever playing with that. I, that and the warlock snap. I've put zero effort into and um, they're probably really fun and I just haven't put the time into it. So gunpowder gamble is kind of annoying to use because you got to get either two solar ability kills or uh, three solar weapon kills without dying and then find a spot to use it. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fun when you get it, but it's not, it's kind of annoying to actually get it. And then, Half the time you'll die before you find a chance to use it. So yeah, it's annoying yeah, to put all that all that effort into it and then just get sniped in the head. Like, come on, man. more more of a PVE than PVP, right? That's yeah. what I was gonna say. These are more a PVE, um, yeah. than PVP. Uh, and then Chris Proctor comes in, talks about weapon archetypes. Um, so. Heavy burst hand cannons um, are getting touched. Um, so we have more aim assist on Warden's Law. Do you think that's going to bring Warden's Law up? Or do you think that people are still just going to default to 140s come meta change? Uh, my money is on 140s. Yeah, Probably 140s. Uh, bows are going to be touched. And basically, like... The words that they put here, that the the changes to bows mean that you just have to be more on target. I mean, really, that's what I'm I'm reading is at long range, you just have to be better at aiming. Yeah. Yeah, sounds right. Um, Breakneck's getting fixed. 
lightweight scout rifles. So there was some talk about lightweight scout or scout rifles uh, being potentially better than hand cannons. Um, that rumor always floats around that scout rifles are going to see their time in the sun, and then no one ever uses them. <laughs> and then people no use them. Yeah. No one so them. we'll see. Um, it's always it, map dependent, though. That's yeah. the thing. That's where scouts shine at long ass maps. Yeah. Um, Cathedral Dusk. Uh, I can't. I, you know what they are. It's always those long ones. Yeah. I mean, what was uh was it uh Polaris Lance was is hot this season and you still don't see it that that often, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh sniper rifles, you just got to be better at aiming. I was bad Aim enough it. at aiming before. Aim it. <laughs> I aimed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but really like at least it's not more flinch, right? Yeah. So, so they're they're just making it like bows, so you just have to be a little bit better at aiming. Okay. Actually, I don't aim that much anyways. I just sort of pull the trigger and hope for the best, so. <laughs> sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes. <laughs> Honestly, I get all bodies anyways, so what does it matter? Yeah. Uh, I feel like the changes to rocket launchers, heavy grenade launchers, wave frames, and caster swords are all kind of PvE stuff. You guys agree? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Any any anyone have anything that they really care about saying there, or should I move on? I still don't think people are going to start using waveframe heavies. No, like, even with extra ammo, mm -hmm. it's still not enough ammo to make it worth for ad clear, and it's still not enough damage to make it worthwhile for DPS. Yeah, yeah. I am going to say on the PVE side, it's kind of sucks that spike grenades got reduced damage. Since pretty much all my grenade launchers I have in my right. bolt have spike right. grenades on it, because that's yeah. what I've been doing the last how many years? Of collecting Twelve, guns. 15, uh, 20. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Vigilance Wing is now more. The recoil pattern is more deterministic. As someone who's put time in with V-Wing, I don't feel like the recoil pattern was that problematic. I don't know about you guys. Like, did you feel like it was crazy? On the controller, mm -hmm. it's pretty smooth. Um, I, I, I didn't think it was anything yeah. too jumpy. On, on mouse and keyboard, it was fine. I mean, it wasn't anything spectacular, but it wasn't throwing me off too much. Yeah, like you just learn it like anything yeah. else. I don't know, so... Um, it's a great cleanup weapon, great team shot weapon. I mean, yeah. that's the thing is you, that's yeah. where it shines. So that just makes it easier to use. Um, Vex is getting touched. Uh, the fall off scaler. Um, just again, closer to other, closer to other high impact auto rifles, which is kind of what Vex is, even though it's not. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Wish Ender's getting nerfed. Yay! Yay! Oh no! <laughs> I know, right? Uh, Edge of Action. Anyone ever use as Edge of Action? No, no. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> exactly. It's the Titan uh, Glaive that does the bubble. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if I've ever really seen it. 
more than once or twice in my entire Destiny. It's so. one of those things where if they get it where people would like it, it'd be OP in all PvE activities. Just having mini bubbles everywhere. Yeah. Having overshields. Yeah. But okay. It's, it's just not good. Um. So Manticore is getting touched. And, you know, Manticore is not horrible. But being in the air in PvP is not necessarily in your best interest. And unless you're at a lower skill level or very, very good at floating in the air. Uh, but we'll see what happens. But um, they changed it so now you can jump downstairs in small areas and not just float, which is kind of cool, right? Because you can yeah. hop before and then get stuck in the animation. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm I'm really excited about the Manticore changes, I'll be honest. I, yeah. I think they fixed a lot of the problems with the gun, because you can disengage, you can um, you, you get more ammo with final blows, you get a void over shield, so. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you. And I think the disengage with reloading or swapping is nice. Yeah. Uh, I think that the thing that that they don't say here, which is really scary, is going back to my Void Hunter build. Uh, you get a Void Overshield and ammo returned when you get a kill. Or sustained yeah. damage. Uh, plus you got Devour possibilities. <laughs> so, you, you know... Invis before flying off. Yeah, like mm -hmm. you could go Invis, you could be running um, would, you could be running G-Falcon, Yep. You know, you're talking about overshields coming back. You're talking about devour. You're talking about, um, you know, the bonus overshield that you can get if your shields are depleted. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of potential with Manticore and Void loadouts being. So, yep. I, yeah, that'll be fun to watch how that goes. Um, Extrius, the Boomer Knight gun. I like this gun. I think it's a great gun. I never use it in PvP because it sucks in PvP. It is but terrible in, P in PvP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in PvE, it's awesome. And they're making it better. So, cool. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Um, changing perks. Heal Clip now grants Cure Times 2. And if someone's by you, they get Cure Times 1. That's rad. Think people are going to yep. use it though? Probably not because it takes up another perk that is usually more desired. Yeah, like a dueling perk typically. Yeah. Or a heal perk. Yeah. Or, I do I yeah. do have a bunch of guns that have heal clip and kill clip on them. Yeah. Just, just waiting for the day if it would ever <laughs> When that day comes. I, you never I, know. I do have a I do have a heliocentric with heal clip and kill clip just for the double clips. Ooh. Yeah, I, d I have one too. I don't remember which gun it is, but I do have a heel clip kill clip. Trench barrel can be activated with ranged melee attacks. Cool. Barrel constrictor. I don't think a lot of people use that. Uh, Hence the change to it. Yeah, but again, I don't know if people are going to use this over other perks in that column. They won't, but... <laughs> uh, loose change... Do we, uh, again, I don't know, man. Um, 
kind of interested in PvP. Although, yeah, although applying a, a debuff is not hard. So you get plus 20 aim assist, uh, 20% reduction in ADS movement speed penalty, plus 50 reload. I mean, it isn't that hard to apply a debuff, especially nope. if you're talking like... Um, what's the strand one? I can't think of it right now. Uh, sever. Yeah, Unravel. like sever. Yeah, like sever is pretty easy to apply to someone, right? We yeah, because because you can just throw a hunter melee out, and um, or or even just use. I wonder if there are any if you can get sever and loose change on the same weapon. I don't think you can, but that would be cool. Yeah, and then and then the artifact could play into this too. Like whatever the mm-hmm. artifact's gonna be, you know, like at the time mm-hmm. that that can make or break loose change. I think loose change is on a timer, isn't it? Yeah, it's like seven or eight seconds. Is it okay? Enough for to win a gunfight, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, dual loader is coming to things besides shotguns. Cool. Um, maybe, but again, like with the special ammo change, are reloader perks going to matter? Not a ton in PvP. Not in PvP. Yeah, so. Okay. Uh, Tex Mechanica weapons are coming. That's kind of cool. More, more Tex Mechanica weapons are always interesting. Um, the new Tex Mechanica stock will grant plus 20 range and a hip fire precision benefit. Do you guys think Last Word is coming back? Perhaps, but no. probably, probably not. Or, or a legendary Last Word? That would be interesting. Would be interesting. Um. Hockey stuff is getting touched. I don't. I don't really fuck with any of the hockey stuff. Is anyone? Anyone doing hockey stuff? Or no, see potential? Really? Yeah. I do. I do like that pulse. That is that hockey. The, the uh, pulse the, comp. Yeah, the comp one I believe is a hockey. I don't mind um, it. Just, I mean, it's decent, but I mean, wait, besides the perk, I don't. Right. Really notice a yeah. difference. Sundering's getting touched. Let's see what else we got. Hatchling. Hatchling's no longer uh, requires precision kills. And I was listening to DCP and they brought up Hatchling on a wave frame grenade launcher. Threadlings galore. Yeah. So get a kill, Threadlings. I don't right? love it. I don't love it. <laughs> but. It might be pretty fun in PvE. Yeah. In PvE, it could be amazing. Can you mm-hmm. imagine, like, just wave-framing enemies and Threadlings just popping all over the fucking place? Everywhere you look. And with Swarmers, all of those Threadlings apply Unravel. So <laughs> you just have green everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's really making a case for uh, strong PvE Warlock builds. Especially yep. when you can just do Weave Walker and, like, get yourself out of trouble, right? Yep. Yeah. That's very interesting. It might be a might be a warlock PVE main next season or come mm-hmm. March. Um shit, I wonder if it's fully unlocked. Um Target Lock. 
getting touched. Do you guys think this is going to make a change with submachine guns? Maybe a little bit, but not a whole lot. No, I don't. There's a bigger, I think there's a bigger issue than target lot right now with SMGs. Yep, I agree. As someone who had to use an SMG all weekend in trials, I agree. I didn't have to, but it was what kept me alive. I don't know. I, that 5% of a clip feels like it might be a big deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it'll be noticeable, but I don't think it's going to fix the SMG problem. Maybe I should have worded my question differently. Okay. I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you don't really see target lock being as problematic on other weapons. I mean, it, it works on other weapons, but you don't, it's not like, it's not like the target lock ARs are like dominating the meta right now. No, no, that's not. Envious Assassin's getting touched. Uh, and Bait and Switch is getting touched. Yeah, those, those both both kind of hurt for the PvE community. Yeah, mm-hmm. they don't do much for PvP. Talented uh, folks could do good things with Bait and Switch in PvE, though. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, because I'm not talented, but talented yeah. folks could. Yeah. Yeah, because that's uh, that's a rocket. That's Apex, right? Predator. Yeah, Apex, Apex Predator. Yeah. The old uh, cataclysmic yep, from days gone past. Linear fusion. Yep. Yep. Uh, one two punch is getting fixed. It was not deactivating properly and deconstruct. Uh, they're just saying, hey, it pulls ammo from thin air. So. Uh, but you can't shoot barricades anymore. That's probably a good thing. Um, it it does trigger when shooting an enemy Titan barricade. Oh, preventing. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> oh God. So, oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> prepare for your barricade to get shredded, and then for you to get shredded behind it. Yeah. Interesting. Although, is that gonna? That's not gonna like go around special ammo stuff. Do you think? Will it? No, but I do have an SMG with deconstruct, which could be fun. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, that could be cool. We'll get ammo back. Okay, and then they talk about what's coming in. Oh, then we talk about player health. Okay. And ability cooldowns and stuff like that. Um, cool. So let's talk about that. So, (laughs) um, okay. So player health is going up and what they say was like 43% or something like that. Is that about what it is? It's going up, going up 30 HP. Um, so players are going to be at a hundred health versus 70. And with shields, you'd be anywhere 116 to 130, depending on your resilience values. Yeah, I think think when Fran was doing the math on DCP, it was like 43% or something like that that's going up, which would make sense, right? 30 Mm -hmm. 30 versus 70. Um, So, okay, so that's going up, which is going to change everyone's TTKs, and and (laughs) you're going to have to relearn all of your muscle memory. (laughs) Yeah. which, you know what? Cool. Like, again, my overall opinion on all of this, is I get to play Destiny in a different way. Yep. And I'm not yep. going to judge anything until I put in 
some weeks. Not not yep. week one, not day one. I put in weeks and I try metas and I experiment. That's that's when I'll make an educated decision about I it. I feel like uh, I said this on the GC thing too, but it feels like the first time in a long time where Bungie said, you know what? Instead of compressing the skill gap, we're going to expand it. We're going to say, you know, all it feels like everything over the past few years has just been like pushing everyone sort of towards. I mean, you're still in your skill gap, right? Like bad players are still going to lose to good players, but players who are close at good. Now it sort of feels like it's a coin flip who's going to win, right? But the way they've made these changes with the extra health and the reward to headshots, uh, it's saying in your bracket now, skill is still going to matter instead of luck. Well, and I think I think it's important to call out too that like the changes that we saw with weapons, like take bows and snipers, is hit your headshots. Right. That's mm-hmm. kind of the approach that they took with it. Well, so so player health is going up, but then we notice that a lot of these other increases are not going up the same amount. Right. So. So player health is going up. Um, abilities are going to are going to come slower and supers are going to come slower. Um, so super damage is going up by 31 percent, which is less than what player health is going up by. Um, Melee damage is going up by 16%, and uh, grenades, uh, well, it says arc flux grenade, um, is going up by 16%. So that way it can still one-shot people. do Do we have any comments or feel any certain way about seeing these numbers? I kind of want to talk about how things are going to be. And I really don't know how it's going to be. come March 5th. If so, it's going to be two lines playing in sixes and threes or comp and trials like trials right now. It's hard to get a super off. Unless you have bow or well. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. Unless you have well or bubble. Right. Correct. And, and maybe tether. Well, bubble yes. and tether are probably what you see the most of. But like, yeah, I, I mean, we'll get to it. But I, I played a lot of fucking trials this weekend, and I mm-hmm. did not see my super very often. Yeah, and that's where I'm trying to get at. It's like with this twenty percent reduction of the super cooldown or this penalty. I'm assuming that's a twenty percent reduction. Yeah, it's like is no yeah. one going to have a super in trials? Is that I mean, is that the takeaway? I imagine in sixes, you're probably going to have, like, what, one super? One, yeah. And that's it for game? Maybe two if you're really building into if you're, it. If you're, yeah, if you build into it and you're slaying out, you know. yeah. I mean, how, how much does it suck, though, specifically in Trials, to go to a three, you know, a three, four game, and all of a sudden they have two wells in a bubble? Correct. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. And, and like so, so like it really sucks that that you could be on a major comeback and then their supers pop and you're not running any of those supers and now the game has been decided. I agree with that. Yeah, but again, it kind of takes away from the space magic. 
I would be fine with that pendulum swinging either way. I would be fine with the pendulum going back to everyone has a super at least mm-hmm. once in trials. I would ra- I'd probably rather have it that way than no one has a super. Yeah. Right. And yep. And I'm in the same boat as Fluffy. I, I'm wait and see guy. I will form my opinion after playing this for a while to see how I feel about it. But, um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And they give us a bunch of, I, I guess I'm just going to take a general approach to this. Uh, they gave us a bunch of numbers for, for all the primary ammo weapons. And, and then they're also changing special economy, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so what do you, what do you guys see with this? Do you think, do you think that we're just not going to see special ammo except for the diehards like me who just would rather run in with a hand cannon and a fusion rifle and just wait till I get my fusion rifle ammo? I think you're going to see a lot of just sidearms, hand cannons and SMGs, or do you think we're still going to see shotguns and snipers and fusions? They did say that if you're running double primary, you can't generate special ammo, right? Unless you, yeah, have you special- can't swap. Well, you'll you'll generate it, but when you swap to a special, it'll reset your thing. So yeah, basically, yeah. you can't. Yeah, so you can't. So it's either you're gonna have to run with it until you do get special ammo, or you just run double primary. Yeah, I think we will still see a decent bit of special ammo. I'll have to wait and see how much it'll affect my usage of Forerunner because I use that as my primary long-range weapon, and so not being able to have a long-range option kind of sucks for the build, but we'll see how how that changes. Yeah. Well, they made an update to Forerunner, right, to make it yeah, a little bit get, harder? you got 20% more damage. Okay. So makes it a little bit easier to secure kills but like i i won't i won't use the grenade near as often because it'll take four special ammo to use and so that's usually i'm fine with it because i can just pick up somebody else's special ammo and have another kill loaded into forerunner so i get one kill load a grenade grab their special and get another kill and a free grenade but now i'll have to adjust that play style a little bit yeah. Unless you play the game modes talked about in today's twid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we can. We'll we'll get to that for sure. <laughs> I think I think too. Something that I just thought of is like, what if, what if you want to pick up a sniper rifle and get better at sniping? Like, think of how many less opportunities you're going to have to put reps in mm-hmm. to yes. like learn how to use a sniper or learn how to use a fusion. Like, you're. you're you just don't have that opportunity to get that practice in as much anymore. No. But like with checkmate, like the only time you get special, I mean, you're on a timer, but the only time you can get more energy is only through your own kills, right? Like assists don't count. Do they? Yeah, they do. Oh, do I, they? checkmate. I don't know. Um, Cause this update will include like in, yeah, well, it says threes here. I'm just looking at threes. It's kills 26, assists 12, and deaths 11. So maybe there's more opportunity to get that special ammo faster than what we're thinking, or at least I'm thinking of, that's in checkmate. I do like the return of keeping your special ammo when you get rezzed. Yeah. Uh, it's a horrible is- feeling to get rezzed and then to 
hit here click as you pull the trigger when you could have secured a kill. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Uh, I appreciate that you get some sort of value towards your special ammo when dying. Whatever that's worth. Not suicide, but dying. Yeah. Well, unless you blow yourself up with your own grenade launcher. Yeah, there you they go. only specified jumping off the uh, map, I off think. Off the map. Huh. But then you're using special ammo to get special ammo. Can you kill yourself with Fight Lion? I think you can, yeah. It takes some work. You gotta be a special kind of person to kill yourself with Fight Lion. I think we need to bring back Titan skating and I'll just skate into a wall. <laughs> <clears throat> Give me my macros back. Uh, okay. So I think I think what we're seeing here is we have no idea, and we all just think that it's worth playtesting. Oh, yeah. But it, it's yeah. going to change it has everything. Potential. Yeah. It has potential. Okay. Well, then, well then let's, let's move on to this week, then. If we're, everyone feel good about that? I was yeah. pleased with that first week. I thought, coming out of reading that first one, that uh, I'm excited to try it. It's something new, and it's taking it in an opposite direction, because all of the changes we made lately over the last couple of years hasn't really expanded the PVP player base. So maybe yeah. going the opposite direction might help. Um, I feel like I read last week and I was like, okay, I'm like, they're drastically changing things, but I want to give them benefit of the doubt. And I'm excited to try it. I read today's TWAB and I was like, holy shit. They, they did it right. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, let's talk about that. And please bring bring things to my attention that maybe I overlooked. Um, okay, so today is PvP. Uh, so they are bringing some new maps. That's cool. Uh, we have three new maps coming in May. So not in March, but whatever, dude. I'll take it. <laughs> um, side note, uh, I also play Call of Duty, as many of you know. And... When when the new season dropped and we got a bunch of new maps and we had just already got a bunch of maps, I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot what it was like to play a crucible or like a PvP game <laughs> where they just constantly drop new maps <laughs> on you. Like, what is this? Like, <laughs> I, I've been so, like, trained by Destiny to get, like, one map every five years or, you know, whatever drought we've, crazy drought we've been in. Because, right, it's been, like, four or five maps over, like, what, like, five, six years? Yeah. It's been um, well, the thing with the map on my, I guess my opinion is lately they haven't been too great. Yeah, um, yeah, the last that's two the other maps thing. haven't been that great. So I'm, I'm whole, I'm, I'm wishing for the best that these three maps are bangers, but we'll, we will see. Uh, I am, I am pretty excited for the map on the terraform pyramid, though. That's that's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah, because that one's gonna. Did they say it was gonna change or something? I like, don't remember, but I just know how Root of Nightmares looks, and that's just cool. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so so the, in general, they're they're they they're doing a pass on spawns. They're doing a pass on um, spawn tuning, heavy tuning. Uh, zone locations, all that stuff, and they did some background work so that when things are broken, they can respond easier. Um, cool. I'm for it. 
I'd like to see it in action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's talk rewards. Um, so, artifice, armor, and comp. Uh, all right. Give it to me. Great. <laughs> yeah. Great. Great idea. I don't have to farm a dungeon. Yep. <laughs> no, you don't. This uh, right here gives me into comp hardcore. I last yeah. show I said I was going to play more comp. I didn't play more. Comp. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm a Destiny player. I need something to chase for. I need something to get, and this is something that I'm going to be grinding for come March fifth. Is this? Yeah, absolutely, dude. Like you already have, you already have all the changes in comp that they've done. So you're getting more mats. You're getting a chance to re-roll Rose. You're getting a chance to re-roll the Sniper. Um, you know, that's that's cool. Like, for me, that was great. Like, I... I I'll talk about it later, but man, I, I love it. Um, yeah. But now you can get armor, too, and armor that doesn't suck. Because when was the last <laughs> time you got Crucible armor that was valuable? Correct. Besides flawless trial stuff, which is again like what? How well, many? That's, high- that's hit or miss too. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's that's not even that's your chance. That's not even like a good chance. That's just the only chance, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, everything else is like light level, but otherwise it's like a fifty stat roll, guaranteed. Yeah. Um. So the only way that they fuck this up is fifty stat rolls. Yep. Like, it has to be has to be in the 60s it says has high stat armor in here so it i mean yeah but it has to be 60 they, i know yeah. i know, <laughs> I know. They, they they've said high stat armor many of times and their <laughs> view of high stat armor is not the addict's view of high stat armor. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure when we get the first drops if they are in the 50 range there's gonna be a lot of complaining and then yeah. it's gonna be a fix Mm-hmm. that week to get them back up so i'm not really too worried about the end game of that but it would would it surprise me if they do start with 50s no it's not gonna surprise me i've been playing this game forever. <laughs> right it surprise me that much anymore in this game i know what's going on here <laughs> yeah well and so here's the other thing that that opens up not only is it great armor but it's great armor for all of your characters so now you have a reason to play your characters that maybe you don't main mm-hmm. because you can create builds for PVE or PVP. You know, you have a reason to like be like, I, I don't have any artifice armor on my Titan, so I'm just going to run the shit out of my Titan because every time we're farming dungeons, they need a well. So all the artifice armor is on my, you know, warlock on my hunter because they need to tether. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah. um, I like that. Uh, and then a more exotic catalyst drop in from victories. That's cool, right? Well, yeah, I think. I mean, I don't really have many catalysts left to get, so. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Now, that, I don't, like, it doesn't really benefit me because I have a shit ton of time in the game, but yeah, cool, man. If it, if it gets it for someone else, awesome. Yeah. Uh, trials. Right, that's where we're going next. Seems that way, yeah. Trials Passages, the Passage of Ferocity. Uh, If you have not been flawless for the week, losses after three wins will reset you back 
to three wins instead of flying your card. I like this approach because if yeah. you want to go for flawless, you don't have to. You don't have to just keep resetting, right? Yeah. And yeah, it, uh-huh. it, it, this is for someone who's trying to grind flawless. Uh, someone of my skill, maybe, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, because th- this is actually, I, I think this is very nice because there have been several times where I've gotten to four or five wins and then even even six and then lost three games in a row. And it just kind of what sucks that yeah. you win all of those games and then you lose three in a row. And it's just like, okay. I have to go back and I have to get stuck at one win again. And there were a couple of weeks that I was stuck at one win and then I would break out and go to four or five and then lose three in a row and then just get stuck at one win. So getting having that benchmark of three already there so you only have to win four is very nice. Now you are going to lose, like, you know, you're not going to be running a mercy card, so you're only going to yeah. be able to lose two games, right? Uh, well, you'll have to win all four games in a row, but you'll only have to win four instead of seven. Because if you lose one without mercy, then you're then you're toast. flawed. Oh yeah, good yeah. point. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just, thinking about that wrong. Yeah, it your first flawless of the week, mercy grants you two losses. So, yep. okay, that's right. Um, okay, so yeah, win four before you lose one. Seems reasonable enough. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you don't care about going flawless? Like, because when you go flawless, you get a chance at a ship, a chance at a sparrow. You get the gold um, memento, and then you get an adept weapon. Um, but you also get to farm that card for the rest of the weekend if you want. Yeah. You just sit on that card and just every time you win you get an adept weapon or a very good chance at it if you don't care about that you can do the passage of persistence so losses following a win remove the last win from your card consecutive losses do not remove additional wins get to seven wins get an adept weapon um they did clarify, the Bungie team did clarify that once you get to seven wins, you cannot farm this card. So you just have yeah. to go reset it, which is, you know what? I, I think that's fair. Um, it's fair. Only reasonable. Yeah. But I think it's great, man. And yeah. anyone who has a problem with someone using this card to get an adept weapon, go like fuck off like like <laughs> yeah, all the way off <laughs> yeah like yeah. like i'm sorry dude but why do you care if someone else has access to an ad- i want people to be able to get that to be able to get um you know like to to be able to enjoy that that's great like you know this is a card that i could put on at my skill level and try and farm for uh a weapon if I feel like I'm not playing well that weekend or I don't have any friends on that want to play with me. Right. Yeah. So uh, I think it's rad. I think it's a really great thing for the community in general. And I think it's really, really great for people who have always felt like trials is way above their skill level. Yeah. It just gives you hell. If I were to sit there and grind all weekend on this card and maybe get to seven wins eventually, it's a hell of a lot more work and effort than somebody who just hops on with their two Slayer friends and, like, the three of them pub stomp all the way to a... Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, so I don't get multiple shots of stuff afterwards, but you get one. I get you get one in the pool, and then uh, is that how that works with trials engrams as well? Like, I don't know how that works with focusing trials engrams. Uh, yeah. So you so. won't. No, I don't. No, because you can turn in your flawless card to focus a yeah, weapon, yeah. but you really should never do that. Yeah, if you're trying to weird. farm weapons, you should go flawless and then farm that flawless card. Yeah, unless you're not actually good enough to go flawless, in which case this yeah, card is the way you to should get, do this. Get card. The one. And, <laughs> and the thing about this card is, like, if you if you dedicate the time, you're gonna like you're gonna get it. Like, yeah. you're if you solo queue. Okay, if you're not good, going in. <clears throat> sorry, still a little sick. If you're not good. Going in as a three stack with your not good friends is not stacking the odds in your favor, right? No, right. Not even after these future changes. It's still not yeah. going to be in your favor. You don't want to be the double hand cannon team that we went up against this weekend. Um, that's not going to work out well. If, you're, if, if you are not a good PvP player, you can go in solo with this card. And odds are in your favor that if you put in the time... You will me- you will match make up with teammates that will carry your ass to a win. Yep. It's going to happen. So I think if you dedicate the time, you can get an adept weapon doing this. Long enough, they'll get you two wins in a row. Then you can't exactly. go back down to zero wins. You can only go to one win. Then a long enough time frame, they'll get you two wins in a row again. And then bam, mm-hmm. you're at two. Like with the yeah. no back, you know, with the adding the backstop, it means that you really it doesn't hurt to lose over and over again. And nope. it makes those back-to-back wins feel all the more, you know, good. Uh, there's that whole situation. Gwent does something similar to that, right? Like, each time you level up to a new level as you're climbing the ladder, it puts a backstop in. So, let's say you're struggling to try to get to pro rank, and you go from rank 2 to rank 1. Well, now you can switch up your deck and try something new, because you're not going to de-rank down, right? Because you're safe. You can't go any lower than this. This is... A, You've hit this level. You can't go any lower than that. You can try whatever you want and stuff like that, and there's no punishment for it. And then, you you know, once you get up to the next one, congrats, you can't get punished again. You got the next one done. So it's really just, it's a time investment thing now for people. Yeah. So, so Fluffy, I got a question for you. Actually, I got a, a quiz question for you. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to see how well you know me. I've been on this podcast a couple of times, right? A fair four. We talk about trials every time, right? Mm-hmm. More like, so what's my number one thing I want out of trials? Well done, steak. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Never having to play PC players. No. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I like playing PC players. You guys don't lag. I... I, number, honestly, I don't know. The number one thing I always complain about every time I'm on this show is player population. Oh, this, yeah. 100%. This, yeah. this new passage, it, it won't bring us back to the golden days of, you know, a million players playing on a weekend. But this no. is the right, the right direction we need to go in to get people who don't play, want to play PvP. If they want the adept weapons, they have something to, to work for, you yeah. know? Though, if you do want to feel like a god, come in play that first weekend after this change goes in. Because we might not get to a million players, but it's guaranteed to be the highest population weekend we've had in a long time. It'll be yeah. higher than last weekend, 100%. Um, yeah. But this is what they need to do. And I'm, I'm very, 
happy that Bungie put this in. I agree. I think that this is the same. I think that this is not even the same. I think that this is better than the change of putting in, you play your three comp games and you get a weapon. Yeah. hundred percent. Right? Agree. Because yeah. this is a hundred percent. You have that ability. It is a numbers game. And if you go in, you're, I mean, even as a two stack, as a two stack, you have a chance. As a, a solo <laughs> is your best chance if you're not a good player. Two stack, maybe. But um, it's a numbers game, man. If you, if you dedicate the time to it, like, you're going to get that weapon. Like, it's yeah. just that easy. That's, it's yeah. happening. Cool. I like other people getting access to things. I like encouraging other people to play. Whether they get it or not, it's fine. But, like, PvP is only fun when you're not playing the same team or the same person 20 times in the course of a weekend. Yeah. I watched you yeah. play on Monday night, and you guys ran into the same guy three separate times in the course of, like, six games. That's common. Yeah. Very common. Yeah. I know it, it is, but it doesn't make it any less uh, awful. It's only cool when you run into the double hand cannon team multiple times. <laughs> That's the only time I want to be running into the same people. I'm telling you, man, double hand cannon. It's the meta. It's the new meta. God, we, we <laughs> thought we thought we were so screwed. Um, I'm just going to tell the story. OK, so. I was playing with Marky and Koala, and as we're matchmaking, Koala goes, I'm going to switch characters and switches characters as soon as he's done saying that. And I go to hit escape and we're flying in. <laughs> and we're like, well, fuck. <laughs> okay. So Marky and I load into a 2v3 and I'm like, should I just back us out? And Mark's like, you know what? Because we knew we were going to play for a long time and the chances of us getting kicked is low. So if we back out once, like we have, we have hours to play, we're not going to get banned. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes, you know what? Let's just see what happens. And I'm like, okay. And with the player screen comes up and the first guy's running two hand cannons and they're not even great hand cannons ever like Poor guy. okay and then the next guy's running two hand cannons and they're not good hand cannons and i'm like what is happening and then the next guy's running hand cannon the monarch and i'm like they have to be fucking with us like they're just putting those on for the screen and then they're switching their loadout right nope no close range weapons at all totally running Two people wow. were running two hand cannons and the other dude was running the Monarch hand cannon. So Marky and I ran all over these and it felt bad. And then we matched them again later in the day with Koala. And so I oh. put on um, <laughs> I put on Skyburners and I'm like, guys, I'm just going to not ADS these guys. And I'm just launching <laughs> grenades. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways. Don't don't be those guys. I, I made the mistake of reading the uh, the comments on Watts post saying that this change to let people get uh, an adept weapon for going you know th- th- through that card. Uh, she's like, that's a good change, and oh man, the uh, the comments mm-hmm. on that mm-hmm. just make me think. <laughs> I don't people understand. Don't people, understand. Pe- people just don't understand. Like this is not top tier. You're not gonna. F- get on Twitch and get a thousand subs for being really good at this game. It's not going to happen. So stop. This game should be for everyone. Yeah. And why do you care? Player population. Yeah. Increased so, player population. Exactly. Like it makes the game better for everyone. And, and then they get a gun that they like, and then they want to play more trials and then they want to play comp. And you know what? They get better at fucking PVP because there's a reason for them to play PVP. And then Correct. they, 
enjoy playing PvP. And then they bring their friends in to play PvP. And holy shit, we've made PvP better for everyone because there's more people playing, because there's more people having fun. If you have a problem with that, not it's not because of them getting an adept weapon. It's because you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> okay, moving on. I think we all like this. Uh, they've added rewards for match completions by three people fire teams because fixing fire team based matchmaking is not something they're going to do. And we'll get to that later. You bastards. Sad face. Uh, yeah, no shit. Um, okay. So when you complete wet, <laughs> complete trials matches as a three person fire team, you have better chances at getting rewards and non adept rewards. That's, that's cool, man. You know what? Like, Cool. More stuff. Again. If you got two friends on and you guys are going to get stomped all day, whether you're playing by yourselves or as a group, jump up in a three stack and have fun with it and get a few extra rewards in the process. I guess the hope there is to make that three, make the three stack matchmaking a little less sweaty. It's not going to make it a lot less sweaty, but it might make it a little less sweaty. Yeah. Like you get a huge jump up in in weapon drops, you get a huge jump in engram drops that you can focus on the weapon you want, and a huge dro- uh, additional rep for more engrams to focus more weapons you want. So instead of getting four resets this weekend, you could have gotten six. Exactly. I think that's cool. I don't think it fixes the problem, but it's a it, I I it's an it's not acceptable. It's a band aid, and I'm glad that you did something. Also. While I don't love Fireteam matchmaking, I also hated for eight years people bitching about getting stomped by a three-set uh, three when yeah. they win, and that bitching got old. So now I'm still... It's okay to bitch. It's all right. I just... I prefer the bitching about Fireteam matchmaking to the getting stomped by a team of three bitching, so I'm okay with you guys complaining about three stacks and stuff right now. Give it a couple of years, and it'll change the momentum a little bit, and then I'll be like, let's go back to having three stacks stomp people, and let's just not do Fireteam <laughs> matchmaking anymore. Here's my thing. I think I agree with you, Rob. I don't, I don't have a solution for it, but I don't think that what's in there now is the solution, because I think it ruins Iron Banner. And I think it makes trials so that people who are not really good are running solo and dual on purpose when they could be running with three of their friends. And friends is what fucking makes this game fun. So I think you should be able to go in with a full stack of Iron Banner people. I think you should be able to go in with a full stack of trials people and have fun. The mm-hmm. point of playing games mm-hmm. and, and getting three of your friends who are not 2.0 players and trying to trying to go up against people like I if I put a team together and I am the best person on that team we are not winning a lot of games <laughs> that's all there is to it so okay sorry I'll get off my pedestal game modes uh 3v3 clash is going to rotator uh heavy ammo cannot be shared respawn timer increased match timer increased score remains the same I haven't played a lot of 3v3 Clash, have you guys? I don't think I ever played 3v3 Clash. Is it? Is it not, is it better? Or uh, I mean, assume it's Clash, but it's 3v3, but how does it play? I, I haven't played much of it. 
Yeah. I, okay. So there we go. Uh, you know right. why? Because it's in Crucible Labs and they don't have it labeled well, so no one even knew that. That is correct. <laughs> okay. Three, <laughs> 3v3 King of the Hill. Uh, 3v3 King of the Hill collision will enter Crucible Labs. This is kind of cool. So you have zones that will rotate. Capturing them will earn your team points. Special ammo crates will spawn around the map. Uh, they'll spawn on points, and then they'll also be a random spawn. Um, I'm all about it. Cool. Give me new game modes. Sounds fun. I want to play King it. Hill, right? Three. Yeah, yeah, and it's King of the Hill. Yeah, and it's threes. Like, great, dude. I want to play threes. That's that's fantastic. I'm all about it. Yeah. They're tweaking Iron Banner tribute. Um, Thank you. Yeah, cool. Like it wasn't you didn't have the special sauce with it before. I hope that this gives it the sauce. If not, I hope that you allow us to choose Iron Banner control because that was the best thing that you've done uh, in the last two months as far as Crucible. <laughs> I, think, I think that change was amazing and I loved it because then I didn't have to play the other modes. Checkmate is being touched. Does anyone here like Checkmate? Not really. I don't mind it. It's I haven't something, played it. It's something different, but I know like when Checkmate first came out, everyone was like, oh, this is a great mode. This is a great mode. And I feel like Bungie put all their chips on it. And I don't think it had time to cook. If that makes sense. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's going into Crucible Labs, so... It'll be in that icon where you, it's not really labeled well, and we'll forget about it. So, yeah. um, this is my note from Checkmate Trials two weeks ago. Marky and I jumped on to play Trials together. It was Checkmate Trials. I've never played Checkmate before. It lasted three games, and then we played Comp for the rest of the night. <laughs> comp was fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I Checkmate is not for me. Uh, if people like it, good. I'm glad that there is a mode for them to like. I yeah. don't want them to make Crucible Checkmate. I think it takes away the space map. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Go fucking play a different game. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind it if they keep it as like kind of their side piece, like side yes. games. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, but if you're going to change your entire Crucible ecosystem to Checkmate, is that is a no. bad idea? No. Yeah, that's that's exactly how I feel. I think I think the adult in me will say, if if people like Checkmate, then I think Checkmate should stay for those people, and they yeah. should be able to play I, it. That's great. I definitely think it should be in a in a separate node, almost almost permanently. But I don't yeah. think it should be the primary mode. No, it's it just yeah. I I totally agree, man. Like. I, I, I joked about going and playing another game, but I, I totally joke. If, if it is yeah. fun for you and you enjoy it, then I hope that that node stays, but I do not want yeah. that to be how... I don't want that to be in threes. I don't want that to be comp. I want... I like abilities. I like builds. I like, I like the magic of making builds and, and combos. Yeah. And, and, you know, more than just throw a grenade at someone and they die, but but shoot and melee and throw a grenade and smoke and like all the different combinations and, and game loops that you build off of besides just shoot your primary ammo. Yeah. Um, making, making builds is 
a bunch of fun and making builds that you never use is even more fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly, man. And using weapons is fun. Yeah. Like using a variety of weapons is fun. And if we get too stale in that and, and we get too like, like, you know, I don't want to, I love hand cannons, but I don't want to only fucking shoot a hand cannon 80% of the time. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, new modifier hardware will be in labs. No abilities, only weapons. But we'll they're special and heavy. That. You'll never play that? <laughs> yeah. You'll never play that, yeah. Yeah, I, again, yeah, that's uh, cool. I'm glad that they're testing things. Uh, maybe they should add that to the checkmate. Now. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Private matches are gonna have more options in the final shape. So, PvP League, maybe we'll have some fun with it. Backmate PvP yeah. League. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Come final shape. Uh, I, potato Thumbs is actually, it's really great. Come final shape, Potato Thumbs is uh, branching out. Rob's going to do his own podcast. I'm, I'm fucking retiring. <laughs> we'll just send the audio files for you to edit <laughs> every Monday morning or Friday morning. <laughs> <laughs> edit quote unquote <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, okay and then they talk about last week's okay so then they talk about matchmaking and I think this is good and bad right um, so I really want to read this part because I read this and I'm like I see your words but my experience and hours in this game disagree Yeah. so our matchmaking systems do not individually force players to a 1.0 KD or a 50% win ratio. They go on to say, do not intentionally allow players to dominate for a few games and then place them in another game where they get destroyed. So, before I go on, I would like to put this out to our guests. If you win, if you dominate in a Crucible game, and you do not leave matchmaking. What is the next game going to be like in your experience? Most oh, of the hell. time, <laughs> it will be absolutely terrible. I'm so okay. sw- sweating. <laughs> yeah. So, so they, oh, they so much confirmation bias, <laughs> recency bias going on here. <laughs> so, so here's the thing that I don't understand. Like they say this, but you can ask. Literally anyone who lives in the crucible, if you dominate someone and you do not requeue and instead you let them requeue, most likely you're going to get fucking stopped the next game. Yep. Yeah. I see their words. I they have numbers. You have. Feelings. I know. I know. That's that's my problem with this, Rob. I understand that. <laughs> Why they don't not- you open up a spreadsheet and every time you dominate, whatever that number means for you, don't back out and then put down what your next game is. And then after a yeah. hundred, two hundred, a thousand games, get back yeah, to me and tell I, me how I, it's going. I I agree with you. And the QA, <laughs> the QA tester in me agrees with you because I don't feel like they would make that statement. If they did not have the numbers to back it up. Oh, they're holding the receipts in their hand. They're just like, <laughs> yeah. come on, come play one time and let me show you. <laughs> My problem with this is that, is that like, my hours in the game just do not make me believe the words that I'm reading because of my experience with it. 
because it 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 just doesn't feel that like that's true. So I'm torn. I don't believe your logic or or what my brain is telling me is they're probably telling the truth. I I don't believe it. I I just it's illogical. I I understand that my case is weak, but my playtime disagrees. Yeah. Let me tell you about another group of people who believes heavily in confirmation bias. <laughs> no, no, we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, they explain, they, they, and they've done this before, but they kind of touch on skill deltas. And that's cool. Like, they, they go into that. I don't think we need to go into that, but they have their own ranking system and they kind of try and explain how that works, right? Yeah. More information on skill deltas, see the PvP League. Yeah, oh, there were some <laughs> real skill deltas in that PvP League. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was it was pretty steep actually, but I will say now, and I don't know how many people who from the PvP listen to this will actually hear it, but I was absolutely thrilled with how everybody took it. Whether you were stomping, yes. whether you were getting stomped, uh Nearly everybody, like, they did the right things and they were, the, you know, made it fun, even though it's not fun to get stomped over and over and over again. They, uh, yeah. they put a brave face on it and I appreciate that a ton. So thank you all for being adults. I, okay, so I'm not going to name any names, but there are people who reached out publicly and there are people who reached out privately to me uh, at the end of the season. And every single one of them was a grown-ass adult about it. And the general consensus was, uh, I suck at PvP. Uh, I really enjoyed playing. I noticed that I got better. I went and played pubs. Like, I went and played sixes. And I felt Mm -hmm. like I dominated people. Uh, I'm excited to... Yeah, like, and I'm like, dude, that's amazing. Great. Uh... I, I, um, I'm excited for next season. I want to try it again. I don't care that I got beat down. Like, I feel like I got something positive out of it. And there were some really, really, really good teams. Koala. Yeah, like Koala's team. Uh, you Congrats have, on winning to Koala's have, team. Right. You have, you have, uh, you have, Koala. you know, Marky's team was good. Uh, you know, and they have hours and hours together. Um, there are so many good teams. There are so many good players. And there was Ghost even... and Dex and company, they... Yeah. Ghost Dude. and Dex absolutely shredded us. Drogon and Mo- Moira were... Yeah, that team was... I mean, that was, yeah, the sweatiest game all year. Uh, came down game five in the third place match between uh, <laughs> Drogon and Moira and company versus uh, Mark and TJ and Stormy. Dude. And that was... Yeah. I messaged... Fantastic to watch messaged... those numbers. <laughs> I message Mark after you guys played them and I go, Hey bud, you want to play some comp with me? And he goes, I, <laughs> I, I can't play any more destiny tonight. We're playing. We, 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 we might've, um, we might've had three bows on our team. Yeah. Um, we did have a good laugh about that afterwards when Moira had put into chat, bows might've been broken out and we're like, is oh, Moira no. wearing the hot dog suit saying, 
we are all trying to find the people who did this. <laughs> like it was a passive way of saying oh, got broken up. Yeah. In, in my defense, I started out with sidearms, but when two of them swapped to bows, I swapped over to wishkeeper. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, actually, uh, to be but, completely yeah. honest, uh, the message was, uh, I played way too way too many bows tonight. I cannot play any more Destiny PvP or play in Helldivers. So he very specifically <laughs> called out the fact that it was bows. Yeah. Um, but you yeah. know what? That's those, okay. those are getting tuned down. I mean, yeah. yeah. The skill level in that game is so high, right? Like, this is what we're talking about. When the two teams are, like, so close and stuff like that, and so tight on skills, uh, yeah. bows run hot. You put the stuff that runs hot on that, uh, you know, in a tight situation. They're touching bows now to make it harder for that to be a deciding factor between teams of even skills. Yeah, and they they nearly beat us even with the triple bows because we got down to four or three three on the last match. And if if a Nova bomb had hit just a little bit differently, it would have it would have been they would have won. So that clip was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, felt, it felt good. I got to be honest, it felt really good. You got you got to tell people what you did. So I um it was three three the final round and Stormy had his nova had had their nova bomb ready to go and they cast it and I am right in front of them which was embarrassing because I just called out hey watch out for the nova bomb and here I am about to get hit by the nova bomb and running so, over to hug him as he's throwing yeah. it <laughs> and so I just. Since I had nothing else to do, I just hit ensnaring slam and dive right through the Nova bomb and end up tangling Stormy and killing him and not getting hit by the Nova bomb. And it was just, it was epic. I gotta be honest. It was great. It was, it was really funny. And uh, I really appreciated the get fucked stormy comments. That clip. <laughs> not, not, by, not by Drogon and team, but very specifically by our friend group. <laughs> uh, okay. So anyways. Back to skill deltas. Yeah. Uh, okay. So they talk about um, connection based matchmaking, uh, which is cool. They like break down what connection based match matchmaking is uh i don't know if we really need to go into that uh they talk about loose they just talk about all their all their matchmaking they talk about all liar protection they really just try and break down what matchmaking is and they say we're going to be better about labeling what is everywhere and i think that's great because all the time i see people go what kind of matchmaking is in in in, uh control again and you know what I mean? People are like trying to pull up twabs to like justify their answer. Um, cool. Okay. This is the part that really killed me. Fire team based matchmaking. <laughs> they have a huge section and they literally call out all of the pain points of fire team based matchmaking. Uh, they do a really good job too. Like I really feel like they understand the problem. Like, I feel like they did a really good job saying we understand the problem. And they did a really good job saying this is why it's not that easy to fix. And they give some really good background on on their concerns about taking things away, 
why it got implemented and why it is ruining game modes like Trials and Iron Banner. But that's all they do. They just talk about it. They give no solutions and no indications of any sort of change. And that's the part where I'm like, but you understand it all. Like, you did such a good job telling me that you understand the problem. And then you mic dropped and walked away. (laughs) I I don't know. I I don't have anything smart to say beyond that. Yeah. Sometimes there isn't an answer and they just throw more rewards at you in trials. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, fuck, I guess, right? <laughs> we can't fix it, so here, have more loot and go be happy. Yeah, I mean, really, it's like... fucked, but here's a little bit more of a dopamine rush. You'll have more yeah. things pop up on your screen at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, so, so, like, I'm hopeful because I feel like they really accurately describe the problem. But that's, that's about all. That's, that's, that's where all. it's at. Yeah, so, I was hopeful, but I just... <laughs> Got blue balled. Okay. Cool. Moving on. Everyone who has a controller, very excited about dead zone settings. Yep. It, yep. It doesn't impact me. So, anyone want to no. speak on it? I have mouse and keyboard. So, I, I mean, it's good. It's, it's a lo- fun I mean, to play around with. Can you? Yep. Okay. Davis, can you break it down for people that don't understand dead zones on a controller? I really don't want to break it down. Okay. <laughs> it's good. It, it gives you the ability to make your joysticks more accurate. Fair enough? Fair enough. That's a yeah. fair statement. Uh, it, it, brings, it brings Destiny PvP for someone who uses a controller closer to other PvP games that are out now. Right? It, it, there are other games that are released that have much better uh, stick controls, have much better stick like accuracy. And, and what this does for high skill players is it allows them to just make the game better, make it more accurate and, and make it closer to some better performing PvP games out there. So that's a high level. The only issue I can see when you say high end people and I don't consider myself high mid-tier, I'll say mid-tier and up, is we already built in the muscle memory on the yeah. sticks. Yeah. And will this adjust it, like you overcompensate your aiming? That's what I, I want to see if this is going to be a thing. The big thing I, I enjoy is the centering of the reticle, because yeah. I do find myself when you land or do anything, you're kind of looking down when you're on a controller and mm. not up. So the centering is, is money in my opinion. Um, the rest of it, like I said, I wait until after March 5th and see how it feels. Yeah. Well, and again, everyone's muscle memory is going to be going to be jacked come March 5th because, mm-hmm. um, you know, all the weapons are different. Your TTKs are different. You you know you're just gonna have to relearn when they're dead. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Prophecy Dungeon is getting a weapons update. I'm I'm okay with that, and a new origin trait. Uh, so they're taking away Swift Verdict, Long Walk, right. and Last Breath. Don't feel like in PvP we see a lot of those. No, but I need to farm a Swift Verdict before it leaves. I've heard it's. It's it can be good. Oh, really? Sidearms, so 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially with the changes, if sidearms, you know, see their day in the sun with these changes coming up, like, yeah, absolutely. And while I am more of a rapid fire sidearm kind of guy, I do, I do enjoy precision sidearm every once in a while. So definitely going to need to do some prophecy farming before that goes live. I really, I really feel like people sleep on rapids, dude. Every time I got it, the name escapes me, but every time I pull out the one, my crafted one from um, Ron. Uh, um, Michael's reference. Yeah. Oh my God. It just yeah. lays out, dude. It's such a fun sidearm to use. I think I have like 800 kills between my Furaturas alone. Yeah. Um, okay. So new origin trait. Uh, it's kind of cool. Crossing over. So uh, increased range and handling at the top half of the magazine. Increased damage at the bottom half of the magazine. Um, I'm interested in like what is increased. Yeah. Like how much range are you getting on the top half and how much more damage are you getting? If it's gonna be like a plus five range and a plus five damage, I don't think it's gonna move the needle that matter. Yeah. But if it's decent, maybe fifteen, then something like the relentless pulse, which I think it's rapid fire pulse, could be on the plate, at least be something I'd be looking for. Relentless is high impact, darkest before is rapid fire. Ah, damn it. You're right. I was thinking. Dark but I think they're bringing. Well, the, they're bringing one of them, the pulse rifles back, right? Relentless is coming back. Relentless is the one coming back, ah. so that's high impact frame. But it does have cr- darkest before it does have crossing over. Yeah. So so both of them are getting that. Um. So. I agree, because if they do the range stat properly, that means your aim assist is going up, right? Correct. Um, So, yeah, that could be great. Yeah, I think that's cool. Um, Yeah, so they're adding uh, the prosecutor, the adjudicator, and relentless. Adjudicator used to be good, right? I don't have one that has a good role, so I don't even remember. And then they're updating judgment, darkest before sudden death. Yeah, they're just they're touching the dungeon. I'm for it. I'm I, I'm definitely for it because prophecy is one of the best dungeons to run. It's is even solo. It's just fun to run. So yeah. having new weapons will definitely make it more enjoyable. Yeah, it's good to it's good to do new things. So yeah. that's cool. All right. Hey, in an unrelated note, I saw that one of the four time world's first raiders got permanently banned from Bungie. Because they caught cheating software on his PC. And he tried to say that it didn't matter because it's not cheating software that applies to Destiny. And Bungie said, sorry, those are our TOS. You're gone. So, interesting. Interesting to find cheating software on someone who has beaten the raid. I I mean... I don't. What's, I'm just what's, saying. What's a what's a what's a plus again in cheating software on your computer? exactly? Well, and then I, okay, I'm like, sorry. Even but, if it's for other games, I mean, fuck. I mean, I don't have a Zim. Yeah. You know, just because I know it's bullshit, and I'm totally against it. But it's a fucking video game, man. 
Right. And I think I think my my thought on this is if he has the mentality to run cheating software on other games, um you know, like yeah. Like, I mean, I, I mean, like, fucking. If it quacks like a duck, walks like a duck. Yeah, I mean, dude, dude, you got a fucking crack pipe in the back of your pocket. Like, even if you're not smoking crack, I'm still kind of going to assume that you're smoking <laughs> crack at some point. <laughs> you know? I mean, cheat all you want, but be a man and take the ban when you catch it. Like, yeah. Oh, it was for a different game. Okay. Did they ban you over there? No? Well, just. Don't put but, it on if like, you don't want to get. Would, but it, you, if you, even if you use it for a different game, you have to know that everyone's be looking like everyone's cheating yeah. systems looking at it, right? At your PC, if you have you it, would if imagine you're playing it or not. Yeah. It's like I don't know. It's play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I just I hope he really enjoys playing that game that he cheats at because he's not playing Destiny <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck, idiots. Okay. Um, that was, thank you guys. That was awesome. Um, let's do a quick, uh, rundown of games we're playing and then add music and then head out the door. Cool. Cool. Sounds good to me. Okay. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go through my stuff real quick and then I'll let you guys go. Tried Eden's Radiant Dance Machine build. Uh, I think, I think it could be a lot of fun. I am not good enough to pull it off in three. I did four resets of trials this week. I have not played Trials all season. Decided to put in four resets worth of Trials this week. Uh, play, yeah. Uh, went flawless on Friday with Marky and Koala, and then continued to play with Marky and Koala a lot. Uh, a lot mm. of duos with Marky. Uh, got to play with Drogon. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Glad it was fun. It was. We had, we had some good games. Uh, got to play with uh, Trash Panda and Gator. Uh, that was after Monday Night Zombies, and it was I had two drinks, which <laughs> because I've been sick for like 17, 18 days, uh, I felt two drinks. I did not play well in trials. <laughs> uh, I should not have gone into trials, but I had to I had to play those. I had to play that like one more game to get my reset for four times. So I did it anyways. Mark went flawless six times while we were playing this week. Wow. So, yeah, so I farmed cards, but he went flawless six times while playing with me. So that that was kind of cool. Uh, ninety six engrams by the end of the weekend. Jesus, did you get anything good? <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, so I I got uh, let's see. So um, I kept four adept eye of souls. Uh, I had two eye of souls with previous perk pools that I kept, and then I got that. Opening shot, slick draw, eye of soul that Eden was talking about in Discord. So the weekend yielded me four adepts and one non-adept that was worth keeping. I then focused all 96 engrams on Messenger and Igneous Hammer. Uh, I have four new Messengers um, that are great. And I have... Uh, I already had one Adept Igneous that I'm never getting rid of, but then I had one, two, four Igneous Hammers that were worth keeping. 96 engrams, kept eight guns. Not too bad. I've been focusing Burden of Guilts to try and get a high-impact reserve 
at reserves one that's better than the one that I already have, but now I'm realizing that I don't need that anymore with the fusion changes, <laughs> and so I can use the one that has projection fuse, small bore, well-rounded, and successful warm-up. Ooh. I don't need I don't need the well-rounded high impact reserves role that I had been looking for. So that's nice. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah, Lego. If you haven't seen it and you're curious about fusion rifles, Lego broke it down, uh, and he has charts posted them in Discord, and he also put a Reddit text uh, document out there if you don't want to watch the video or go to his Discord. But his charts are beautiful, and they very clearly break it down. And his video is amazing. So. Um, Good stuff there. I played zombies with um, Nips and Panda on Monday. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and then I got to play some zombies with Nips and Helios the week prior. And that was a lot of fun. Oh, and TJ Ives and Coderson and HD Tech as well. So played some multiplayer. That's my gaming wrap up. Drogan, how about you, Ben? Uh, other than Destiny, I've been recently playing a lot of Ghost of Tsushima and Titanfall 2. So, two opposite ends of the spectrum there, but Titanfall 2, I got into multiplayer during its resurgence a couple months ago, and it's just fun to play. Then Tsushima, I'm trying to get Platinum on, so, a bit of variety there. That's cool. Is, uh, is there actually a player base still for Titanfall? Yes, yes, there is. Oh, wow. It's, cool. So, yeah, it, it's, and it's just a ton of fun to play. I, uh, I, made, I owned it. I made the mistake of never playing the campaign. I, I put a How little bit you. of time in. I know, I know. That's <laughs> why I said I made the mistake. Uh, but it was so long ago that I owned it on Xbox. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, like, yeah. before Destiny 2 was cross-play. So it's oh. been a minute. Yep. Hmm. We're spending the money to just play the campaign. It's yeah. like twenty bucks or something, isn't it, right now? Or it uh, was? Let me, let me check. It was really, right. really cheap. Full price, it's thirty bucks. Yeah. Yeah, it was on super sale though, like a week or yeah, two ago. It was on sale for like five bucks a week ago, a few weeks ago, and it was definitely it's definitely worth that. But it's yeah. I'd say it's definitely worth it's worth sixty, honestly. Yeah, it is a fun game. It's just, it's a great game. Uh, Davis, that's your name. Davis, how about you? That is my name. So, I have uh, been uh, fighting the Im- democracy in a game called Helldivers 2. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you guys remember, three weeks ago when I was on this episode, or did the episode with you guys after the show, I told you about this game to keep your eye on. Because I had a buddy's sister who works for this company. Yeah. And my buddy's, uh, and he's been on the episode of this show. His name is Dixie, Dixie Flatline. Yep. Uh, his yeah. sister is kind of the Deej for Arrowhead. Um, oh, so it's been kind of that's cool. pretty cool seeing all this stuff happen. With yeah. I was already going to get the game and just ch- check it out. I was not expecting to see the fanfare at, at received the first weekend. Um, overloaded their servers pretty massively <laughs> yeah server server like that's my favorite thing about this game is we're gonna play hell divers if we can get in yeah it, <laughs> it, it's pretty insane um projections were 
modest compared to what really happened. So, um, I, but I think they finally got stuff straightened out this week. Hey, that's um, played, always a good problem to have is too many people. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is. I mean, it, you know, it's, it was going to take time to get dumb yeah. stuff figured out and running. And today or this morning's update fixed the AFK because people, um, well, earlier this week, you found out that only they had 450,000 people available to play. So that's the reason why your queues were happening. Um, but they were also finding out that people were AFKing in the game and you're able to afk in the game and this morning's update actually kicks those people out you can only be inactive for like 15 minutes so i played a little bit before the show i mean matchmaking worked perfectly um yeah i'm gonna probably play a lot this weekend be truthful um it's it's a fun game it's just it's not really i don't know it's not like it's, it's not like a Fortnite thing like that kind of special it's just a solid game during a time where there's not really that many solid games right now. If that makes sense. I, uh, I've heard nothing but positive things from everyone that have, has played it. Yeah. And it's super fun. It's definitely a, a team base. If you get a bunch of buds together, it's the best. Uh, solo is kind of with them. Well, before the matchmaking, it was kind of wonky. It was rough. Um, but still, you can still get a lot of your missions done and what you need to do. But super fun game. Um, going to be playing this probably until March 5th. And then we'll probably end up doing the comp grind. Um, and then probably come back to it before uh, Final Shape. But And and you're going to uh, get your team together and play Monday Night League, right? I mean, I am uh, a person who can be called upon when someone is absent. How about that? Oh, I like it. All right, all right. We'll keep you in our back pocket. then. Yes. Keep me in your back pocket. Okay. But that's all I've been playing this whole time. Isn't it? That's about it. That is right. I forgot that you told us uh, about that. So that's that's awesome, man. Rob, how about you? Been all over the place this week, so we yeah, obviously Destiny for PvP League, but uh, played a bunch of zombies with you and Panda with Bryce and just sort of that kind of stuff. Uh, then Fud pinged me and said, "Hey, I need a game to play with you by Helldivers," and I was like, <laughs> "Well, I appreciate that, Moxie." So I bought Helldivers and uh, I went to go play last night and couldn't get in, so. I jumped over to Cod and Nessie and Clay and Jives were running uh, Resurgence uh, Warzone. So I played my first Warzone on in forever since like the original map, basically. Uh, we played maybe like seven or eight games, got a win. So that was a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah. They, uh, how, how, what, what's your like having enjoyed Modern Warfare 3 and multiplayer? What's your view on Resurgence? It's fun. It, you have a little bit more, uh, like I died a lot, right? Like a fair amount because it's resurgence, uh, and I would die a lot. And if that was regular BR, I would have been sitting a lot waiting for Nessie and Clay to save me. Whereas resurgence, you come back for a fair amount of time, so it made it way less painful to be playing. Uh, sure, it's baby's first battle royale, as uh, the tea time guys, but I enjoyed it quite a bit, so uh. I don't mind being a baby's first battle royale player. I'm sorry, I gave Nessie crap about it. There, I said one nice thing to <laughs> Nessie. Awesome. I'll do it again. Uh, and then tonight, I got in, played 
a mission of Helldivers with FUD and a third will from over there. Uh, we had fun. It was great. Went in for a second mission. We're 20 seconds away from extracting and my game crashed and you only get XP when uh, you extract. So instead of being like a level six already, I stay a level three and feel great sadness. So I probably need to play around with my uh, some of my graphic settings because it definitely, as the bugs were piling in, I started noticing the stuttering and then it just quit out on me. So I think we got just a little bit too much going on at one time. And so I'll play around with it and get it going. But Davis is right. It's fun playing with friends. It's really fun. So, uh, and then Peglin and Gwent still show up from time to time as games I can play solo and not worry too much about and have fun with. Awesome. Nips, I, Nips, I need your friend code before. Uh, cool. I don't know where to find that, but I will log into the game after we get done and look. Awesome, guys. Thank you. Uh, let's see what else we got. Fitness contest wrapping up. Uh, we'll start another one in March. I don't have a start date. Uh, I think I'll give people a break. I put it out to Discord to see if anyone cared, and no one said anything. So uh, I think we'll maybe take a week break and then start up a new one. It'll give us time to like congratulate whoever won and drop whatever we're going to do. But uh, uh, we're going to do two, two or three months uh, again this time. Um, I think it shows better progress. I think four weeks is too short. Yeah. I think somewhere between that eight to 10 weeks is really the sweet spot. So uh, I'm going to continue working on my fitness because I'm not where I want to be. So uh, again, it's open to everyone. Yeah, right. Uh, I think we had like 23 active people this time. This group is amazing. Uh, It it breathed the whole new life into the fitness challenge. People are active. People are posting every day. I absolutely love all of you listening to this in the community that are doing this with us. Um, it's great. So okay, thank you. Did. Love the yeah, daily dude. update about the hundred pushups every day. Hell yeah, dude. Press ups. Yeah. Press ups. <laughs> yeah. Every, every morning I wake up while I'm making my coffee and I check and, and he's, he's logged his thing and he's got 70 something more days to go doing a hundred press ups for a hundred days. Uh, I should probably get on that. I could use some chest uh, stuff, and I probably should do my abs so that I can look sexy in a bathing suit this summer. Abs are all diet. Not even mostly diet. Abs are all diet. But you can definitely puff up your chest and your arms by doing push-ups every day. Well, I should do that. I need to do that. Uh, Okay, and then one moment of bragging, and we'll add music and then go to bed. Uh, So I quit snowboarding instructing five years ago, right? Did it for eight years, ran, ran uh, the comps and ran our PvP league or PvP, our uh, freestyle league with my buddy. We ran um, for snowboard and skiing. Uh, When we would go to other resorts, I would take over their comps for them and run it in the background. Like they would put on their jackets and be out in the public eye, but I would be running all of their shit from for them from the office. Like I was their secret weapon because I would come in and make sure shit got done. When I quit, um, when I quit the hill, this uh, other resort contacted me during the summer and said, uh, "Come work for us." And I said, "No, I'm I'm quitting because I don't get enough time to ride with my kids. It's important to me to ride with my kids. Like I I have a regular job, 
and all it does is take away my family time and I want to make sure my kids can snowboard with me. And like a couple weeks go by and, and the owner calls me and goes, um, make your own schedule, show up whenever you want, come and run our comps for us. And I said, I go, let me think about it. And then I was like, you know what, man? Uh, I can't do it. I just, I need to focus on my kids. Just, it is what it is. I want to ride with my family. Five years have passed. They started harassing me again this year. And they're like, they're like, come and run our comps for us. And I said, no, don't want to do it. I enjoy having a season pass and drinking beer and doing whatever the hell I want out on the hill. So, so they hit me up again last week and he goes, okay. He goes, your entire family can come out and snowboard for a day, which is $200 worth of lift tickets to come and run our comp for one day for us. We have a comp at the end of February. I want you to run it. And I'm like, uh, no, I'm cool. <laughs> so he, calls me, he calls me the next day and he goes, okay, your entire family can come for the summer and the winter. He goes, so, so they, during the summer, they have like alpine slides and water slides and all that stuff. And he goes, mm -hmm. just come and run it for one day. And my, my best friend works and runs their, their freestyle program now. And I'm like, okay, but I'm doing this because my best friend runs your program and I'm doing it to make his life easier. So they, they're giving me like five to $600 worth of passes to come nope. and sit in their office and run their shit for them this weekend. And I was like, okay, I feel, I feel kind of cool that five years can go by. And in five years, like no one's been able to do a good job and they're still <laughs> harassing me to come and run their fucking events. So I don't That's know. Pretty amazing. Yeah. I, that means you did good. I feel this is going to be a trap. When you get no. there and start working, <laughs> they're going to put you in a corner and be like, listen here, bud. This, this is what's going to happen now. <laughs> no, it's, I, like, I like these guys because it's still like a family-owned thing. You know, it's not a corporate-owned establishment. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's, it's further away from the city, too. So it's a family-owned country folk resort, which is like, so they just have a different take on things like... They're just, there's, there's none of that like corporate bullshit and stuff mm. I deal with every day or stuff that, that I hated about working at, at, you know, for Vail when I worked for Vail. And mm -hmm. So, um, it'll be chill. It'll be really chill. So, uh, anyways, yeah, that was my moment of bragging. I just, I, it felt good. I was like, okay, cool. I like, I like being harassed for my skills. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to boot up this PC. We're going to add music, and then we're going to go to bed. Uh, well, I was together, obviously. Uh, <laughs> while I wait for my super old PC to boot up uh, to my left, uh, real quick shout out. Thank you to everyone who's supporting the show. Um, thank you to everyone who's been buying stuff from our, our new store. Uh, I saw that another sale is coming up. So if you haven't bought anything from the store, uh, wait a week. I think it comes out the end of February, beginning of March. Uh, I think they're doing like 30% off everything or something like that. So I'll post that when it's live. Uh, but we appreciate you guys. Uh, it means a lot to us and it allows us to do cool things for the community. Um, so thanks. Thanks for being rad, guys. Thanks for supporting or supporting us by submitting questions every week. It means a lot. Um, cool. Uh, Rob, do you have uh, Ben's stuff up?
Yes, I do. Okay. The song is Aroma by the band Citrus, spelled with an S. S I T R I S. I put so many more R's in Citrus than I needed to. Like, I don't understand what is. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm a little worried about you. <laughs> I didn't expect the R's to be the part that tripped you up on the word I, Citrus. No, no, no. I really appreciate you calling out the spelling. Uh, no, like I went to type it and I, I caught myself putting an R in instead of a T. And so I deleted it and then I, I like finished typing it and it's, you know, it's further away. I got to like crouch down to do it because of my horrible setup. And, and I'm like, why isn't it pulling anything up? And then I look and there's like two more additional R's in there that I didn't even notice my fingers hit while I was trying to quick. Uh, good times. Uh, Davis, uh, what kind of. Horrible death metal do you have for us this week? Oh, boy. I can't <laughs> wait. Actually, I, I didn't have anything really fucking I, I know, dude. I'm just and giving there, you shit. I like the music. Has, well, there hasn't been anything good. I mean, there's been a couple songs here and there that have been good, but nothing great. Um, I'm just going through my list and see what the last thing I played. <laughs> going to be the Beyonce country song. <laughs> really, really, like, really put my all into this guy. So the, the, band, the band's called Limp Biscuit. Oh, God damn it. And he did this album with Jay-Z. <laughs> and it's actually a newer song. I think it came out like two years ago. Oh, it, you're it, not? No, you're actually putting Limp Bizkit on. I am dead. I'm okay, dead okay, curious. okay. Because <laughs> that's the last thing I listened to. Uh, the song's called Out of Style. I think that's it's, actually uh, on already. I was going to say, someone added a Limp Bizkit. You gotta be fucking kidding me. This is uh, the second time. Hang on, I'm going to put something else. What's the second one? Yep, nope. Date added, November 23rd, 2021, on the Day 3 podcast. Out of Style by Limp Biscuit. Is that the same week that Davis was on? No, no, it wasn't. Okay, fine, 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 fine. Okay, we're going to go to, we're going to give you time, Davis. Okay. Okay. Uh, Don't, don't worry. You're good. Stress out. Josh, who did it? Oh, yeah, I can see that. Josh likes the same type of music Davis does. If you can even call it music. <laughs> Some God of damn bitch. it. I'm just kidding. All right, Drogan, you can go. Um, I prepared for this last time. I didn't prepare for it this time. So, uh, All right. No, no, no. You got time. You got time. We got other people. Uh, Admiral Nips, you can go. Yes, I will say 100% it was Josh because there are Ghost and Nessie picks on that date in uh, oh, 2021 okay. as well. Uh, I'm going to go with Sleepwalking by Bajillionaire. Which uh, showed up on my pick. It's definitely a Nessie pick, and I'm hoping that he's not listening to this so that the next time he's on the show, he tries to pick that song, and I can be like, ha, I already picked it, and then hit it with the double bird. I can't imagine there's a ton of sleepwalkings out there. There was. Like, okay. the first, like, five results that pulled up, like, because I was just, like, doing the quick view thing, yeah. were not at him, and then I started, like, trying to, like, figure out what kind of crazy spelling he was going with. Um, got it. Uh, in the interest of giving our guests more time, I think I'm going to go with Cash Rules Everything Around Me. All right. I'm really surprised that that has not made it on it this amount of time. Uh, so, yeah, Cream by Wu-Tang Clan. Um, Davis. All right. All right. I think I got one. The band's called Ar- Architects. Uh, Architects. And the song is When We Were Young. 
am familiar with that song title. I am not familiar with that song title from that band. Probably not. It's probably been used many times. Uh, the band is, I believe, out of England. Um, they're kind of the new wave metal bands. Cool. Um, they're not like Slipknot. They're more. Um, they're British. More British. They're not really like this Iowa band that I know, but uh, they're more like uh, English. Have you listened to Eminence? Because they're similar to Architects. I have. Good. Um, I do like them. Yeah. Um, I do like Architects. I think their songs are a little bit better. Cool. Um, awesome. My music taste nowadays is just kind of everywhere from today's <laughs> until I go back to my new metal and listen to Corn and Deftones and yeah. Slipknot. I mean, I owned all of their albums, and I don't hate them, Davis. I just like giving you shit. I know you. <laughs> okay, I know you. As long as we're clear on that, uh, Trogan. All right, I'm gonna throw a loop in everything and go with a song called "Paranoia" by an artist named Nathan Wagner. Completely different direction than pretty much all the other ones. So. They ha- he has a remastered version. Do you want me to throw the remastered version on? Uh, yeah, throw the remastered version on because he's he's done a few, he's made a few tweaks and updated the audio. So two seconds longer. <laughs> oh, a whole two seconds longer. Yeah. All right, twenty-two hours and twenty-eight minutes. We are getting close. An hour and a half to try to sneak in uh, my <laughs> console. <laughs> not happening <laughs> not happening alright uh, boys thank you for coming on the show uh, it was you, you brought exactly what I was hoping for a crucible episode um, and did it without making it a seven hour podcast so I appreciate that thanks for having us oh, thanks for having us absolutely uh, PvP league guys sign up uh, my name's Fluffy that's all I got. That's enough. Invest in Friend World twenty coming out twenty twenty six. Friend World twenty twenty six. Send us your money. <laughs> Give me your money. <laughs> <laughs>